Okay, now we're recording. Okay. Okay, hang on, let me... I was wearing this... the way I want it to look. Okay, what? Are, wait, did you test my audio? Can you hear me? No, I don't need to, bitch. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Okay. So this is what? all going in the podcast. Uh, unless I cut it out. All right. Because you're an idiot. I... <laughs> You would have had to cut out every word I've ever said <laughs> in the podcast. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be a co-host. Just, yeah, all I'd be doing is of, just me. Yeah, just a lot of silence on this end. I was wearing this uh, jacket today at uh-huh. work. Uh-huh. It's from, not a sponsor, but could be uh, Mad Tree Brewing in uh, Cincinnati. I went there with my cousin Colin, who you are familiar with. Yes. Um, we went to high school went, together. Yeah. Went, uh, went there, got this hoodie, and I was wearing it, and... Uh, my boss, I was just walking around the office. She goes, "What is what is that logo?" I was like, "Oh, it's it's Mad Tree." She goes, "Is that a brewery?" And I was just like, "Yes, yes." And she looked at me with this look. Oh, <gasps> not the up and down. Yeah, not I was the, just like, "Ooh, well, get I'm, wrecked." Somehow, I'm going to get fired because yep. of this. That's well, what that or at means. least she, if nothing else, thinks you're a fucking loser. <laughs> if, at the bare minimum, she well, thinks you're a loser. And and I tried to salvage it by by saying like, "Well, they serve like I, it, they have really good <laughs> pizza." Not like reasoning. I was doesn't just matter. like, "Oh, they just by the way, they have really good pizza." Doesn't like, matter. She doesn't fucking. She was already like walking away. <laughs> She's already disengaged from the conversation. Yeah. Like, She's well, like, shut the right. fuck up. <laughs> yikes. Fucking yikes, farmer. Yup. You good? Yeah, sorry. I, this is now it now it's happening to me. Well. The microphone like wizardry is now my issue and the not fuckery. yours. The fuckery. Truly. Um, okay. Are you ready to just like dive? I literally saw you we recorded yesterday, last week's episode. Twenty four hours uh, ago. Yeah. Did we record the last one? Yeah. You know what? I'm still riding that high. Yo, we were really on one yesterday. We're we gonna... were locked in. See, now that you've said that, though, flat on my face. Well, but episode. you're flat on your face every week. So it doesn't matter. The comedic weight will never be yours to bear. It will always be mine. You are clocking in in, in attendance only. Yeah. You're talking about getting a participation trophy. That's me. That's you. That you're clocking in just to warm a seat on the bench, dog. We've been over this. I'm good with being a backup quarterback. I like I'm that I'm LeBron. You're the white guy that just happened to make it onto the basketball team. <laughs> it is, and I'm it's the like, 11th man. You're the scholarship kid. That's like he's here because he's in pre-law. So. Or the, the coach's son or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just under the bench. You're not water boy level yet. As of right now, you're not the water boy. Well, he was an elite player, though. I'm not. That's fair. That's fair. Also, I th- I'm gonna do my disclaimers and everything. But if the washer gets or the dryer gets really bad, will you let me know? Because I can't hear it. Bro, it's fucking going up there. You're not. You're not gonna be able to oh, hear it fine. on the recording. Okay, good. But I can hear it just because she going here. because Liza pissed all over my bath mats and I'm having to wash them and so they're tumbling around and they're looking to break free. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. It's really putting it back there. into yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's straight up twerking up there. Yeah, it's putting its whole dry OC into the effort <laughs> of drying the rocks, the oh, mats. <laughs> my dumbass middle brother Sam. I'm gonna tell him to listen to this part, but shout out to Hi, you, Sam. Sam. Uh, you idiot. Uh, he puts ussy on the end of everything. We were doing this as we drove back back from Atlanta a few days ago. 
we were like looking at like signs <laughs> or I was reading posts on Instagram as he's driving or whatever. Yeah. We're just putting Ussy on the end of oh, yeah, it's great. literally it's everything. The best. It's so stupid. It's the best. My friend JD shouts out EP of the pod JD. He um he is so fucking good at karaoke. It's insane. He knows how to pick a good song. He knows how to work That's a crowd. That's the most important part. Oh, yeah. He knows how to work a crowd at like an engaging but not intrusive level or invasive sure. like way. Sure, sure, sure. He's a great singer, all these things. He, <laughs> he would do Broadway karaoke for my birthday every year. And I sent out an invite to everybody. And I was like, oh, you're doing Broadway karaoke at this bar in Nashville, blah, blah, blah. And I mentioned to everybody that he puts his Jay Dussie into, <laughs> into karaoke every time. And so we can do karaoke a lot because my friend group is a bunch of 12-year-olds, apparently. And every time he's like, Amanda. And he, the first time I said that to him, he almost pissed his pants. He's like, every time, Amanda, I'm going to put my whole Jay Dussie into it. I'm like, you better he's, do it. On the, on the karaoke list, he needs needs to put that <laughs> like now coming to the stage jay jay dussy, jay dussy? <laughs> it's so funny Don't it's love he, that. he slays karaoke every time he puts this whole jay dussy into yeah <laughs> it's great um are you ready to get started you betcha do you want to do the intro <sighs> no you shouldn't because we have an extra phrase also i'm cracking my knuckles what back. let me stop what yeah ex- which extra? we talked about this last week about an Do you extra mean phrase. Yesterday? Yeah. I have the memory of a goldfish. I'm basically Dory yeah, from The difference between Nemo. yesterday and last week is the same to you. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one I said. Time's a flat circle. Yeah, it's fair. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do it because there's an extra thing. Okay, okay, ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda, and I'm your host every single freaking week, except for the weeks that I'm not. Oh, remember, do you remember we yeah. talked about this last week, remember? Yeah, except for uh, the weeks that I'm not. And I'm Eli, the participation trophy of co-hosts. <laughs> the human, the walking participation trophy. I'm the saltine cracker Elijah on the other Farmer. side of the couch. Yeah, it's Elijah Farmer. Eli. Well, it doesn't matter. It's just just Eli. It makes me giggle. My parents, I think, gave me like just Eli because they're Uh like, this fucking idiot's not going to be able to handle more syllables. Three letters and that's it. And two of them, the L and the I almost look the exact same. It's just one's got a dot. Throw a J in there. That's two dots. Yeah, it's like this. He's not going to be able to handle all that pressure. It's just three letters. Wait. Oh, and Sam. Is Sam short for Samuel? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's just you. <laughs> yeah, they just, did it. That they the abbreviation is the full they're name. They're like this fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't handle the weight of Elijah. Yeah, the weight of Elijah. Yeah. That actually sounds like the like a movie. It's probably probably a thing that you could say in reference to the biblical character Elijah. Yeah, I'm maybe. sure that's a thing at some point. I don't fucking know. I don't understand the Bible. I, yeah, I'm not familiar with <laughs> that part of the book. Um. Um. Are you ready to talk about your pyramid of life? Girl, Boy. am I? Okay. Can you hear me okay? I feel like yeah. sometimes the mic isn't close enough to my you face when I... You slump. The more you get relaxed, yeah. the more you like slip away from good? the microphone. Yeah. It just... It has to be like... You have to be thinking to yourself, this is probably too close. Okay. And then it's not. So it's this fine. is good. This is a good yeah. dis- distance from the microphone. Micro- oh my God. Are you having, ugh, are you having, I thought I was going to ask you if you were having a stroke. I couldn't figure out where I wanted to put the ussy. <laughs> oh, that's a, I don't like that sentence. <laughs> I hated that. I hated that. Of all the cursed shit you've said to me, that is, that takes the cake. All right. So you know how a trigger warning comes after the thing? Yeah. Trigger warning. <laughs> like for a what jump scare warning for that. That was yeah. disgusting. 
Oh, speaking of which, not to get too ahead of myself, there were a, there was one jump scare in this episode in particular. I have a jump scare warning in my notes, too, and oh, that, I hope it's for the same thing. It's probably not, but I hope it is. I really hope it is. <laughs> okay. That, we'll oh, get to man. it later. We'll get okay. to it later. So bottom of the pyramid. The pyramid of life. Um, so there are some cases when this is a good thing, but uh, like where it feels good. I'm so scared. Continue. But like bailing on plans that you like Ooh. really want to go to uh we won't get some water in the background we won't get too much into it but like i am i have the memory of a goldfish like i said before we know. We uh, my this. brain is mashed potatoes truth and i uh am very fortunate to have um friends in proximity like geographically to me right that like want to do stuff and i love doing stuff with said friends and sometimes i forget that i've made plans with one friend and I basically double book my time and then I have to bail. And I hate that feeling like I'm letting one of my friends down because I have to like be like, oh, I'm an idiot and I double book my time. I'm so sorry. Can we hang? And it's like, you know, it just feels like that person is like not as valued or like they don't have like a, a place in my life and that's not true i right. hate that feeling it makes me feel sick to my stomach because i love my friends and i love spending time with them and so i hate bailing on plans that i'm like really excited for now there are some times where it's like you know someone wants to go out and i'm just like you know you don't want to really go but you're like i guess i can go and yeah. then they're like hey it's not looking great and you're just like yes that kind of like plan cancellation is great that's mm-hmm. not what i'm talking about like there are plans, <laughs> there are plans that I'm like legit excited for, and then I I'm like, oh shit, I have two things that both matter a lot to me, and I have to pick one of them, and I don't like doing that. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck because you're putting somebody else in a different, like your decision is affecting someone else. Yeah, and I hate when that and happens. And it's almost always going to be negative because right. you're bailing on plans. Yeah, yeah. and that I sucks. hate that feeling. I really do. I hate that. Um, my bottom of the pyramid is not feeling like I am being seen as an adult <coughs> by whomever. Sure. Because I'm 27 currently. Oh my God. What a grandma. Wait, am I? What? What year is it? What it's is happening? What is happening right now? It's 2023. I was born in 1996. Amanda? How old am I? Do you, do you, I'm, am I 27? Am I 26? How old am I? Wait, How wait. old are, are you joking right now? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not that smart. Dear listener, we're, this is, I'm literally 20, in shock right now. This is not a bit. 1996. I'm 27. Okay. Amanda. <laughs> so I'm talking about not being an adult. I'm literally a child. Maybe I'm, maybe I should take this one back. I'm <laughs> maybe, dumbstruck. Maybe I should dial this one back. and wa- Or not dial it back. Maybe I should walk it back because. I am not an adult is how this should go. <laughs> I guess not. I'm 27. I just I couldn't remember if I was 26 or 27. I'm 27. It's all the same. Once you get that past is, a certain age, it's all the same well, shit. Well, that area of your 20s is a very like fluid, It's amorphous. a liminal space. What's the difference between 26 and 27? For Besides me, a, a one year, nothing. nothing. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. I didn't grow as a person? No. I achieved nothing yep. in between those two years. So yeah, they, yeah, it's all They're one year. It's just one really long year. Yeah, I'm currently 27. And I had a thought today... Oh my After, God, me too. Oh, actually, really? Now that's, I'm actually dumbfounded by that concept. We could talk about mine later. Okay, great. I'm sure you probably already forgot what it was. You only had one. I forgot what? Your thought. Oh. <laughs> so fucking 
so stupid. Sorry. Why does anybody listen to this shit? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is, what are we doing? I'm kind of having an out-of-body experience right now, too. (laughs) Just like, what are are we doing? Hey, hey, team. Hey, team. team. What are we doing? What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Happy Tuesday. Happy, or I guess this is coming on a Wednesday. So if you, uh, or if you celebrate Tuesdays as the release of the Broski Report, happy Broski Report release date all to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but for real, I, I did have the thought today after having a really frustrating interaction with, with someone where I felt like this person does not view me as an adult. And I had the thought like, when will people see me as an adult, if ever? And I don't know if that's like a put upon belief, if I'm projecting onto somebody because I don't feel like I'm an adult. So I'm assigning to other people that they don't feel like I'm an adult. Probably. But but sometimes when I have interactions with people who are like over 40, I'm like, y'all bitches think that because I have an iPhone that I'm a toddler. colored hair. Yeah. Oh my God. That, the colored hair, the tattoos, the, and like weirdly, this is not really related to like anything based in facts but like being shorter i feel like a child which doesn't make sense because people don't actually get taller the more they get older you do stop growing at a certain point right like well that doesn't mean anything there's also the fact that like there is not a single like wrinkle on your face like you have great healthy youthful skin so i think like that helps and then the dyed hair the piercings yeah i guess it's just very frustrating you have a lot of like energy i think it's the like combination of of like my physical appearance in addition to being short and being a girl that like men specifically don't see me as like an adult to interact with. I'm like an intern or something you, like that. You also have the words awesome kid tattooed on I your do. arm. I do. Have I told so you like, about this? There's that. Have I, I told yes. you about this story? It's a thing for my mom. Well, yeah, but I, I don't think that's helping people view you as an adult. That's fine. You literally have kid tattooed Well, it's on still you. frustrating when I'm no, not seen as yeah. an adult. Head ass. No, it's I, still <laughs> annoying. <laughs> you asshat. Oh, it's still God. annoying. It's still the bottom of my pyramid. And I don't know... And, and I, I don't just feel it from people who are older than me. I also feel it from, like, my peers. Like, I have people that are my age in my real life that I'm like, hey, you're an adult. You know that, right? You yeah. know that you can't behave this certain way because you're an adult. You need to get your shit together. I'm an adult, too. You can't speak to me like that. I'm an adult. You know what I mean? It's just the feeling of not being seen as an adult, even though I fully am and I own a home, have my master's, have a job, like all these, I'm, I'm an adult. You're killing it. Yeah, true. And so I, it's frustrated when, frustrating when I feel like I'm not being seen that way. Yeah. I would imagine that to be the case. I didn't feel like an adult. I'm 33 now. Go ahead. I, yeah. Dunk on me, whatever. No, it's okay. It's psychological torture. You're doing it to yourself. I am point. now. Oh God, this is, this is the long game. That's the mind game. You've been playing the long game. For five years, bitch. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for that approval. Uh, but it really I I don't remember exactly when it happened but there were a couple of moments like because I also uh, you know have tended to like look young for my age until pretty recently I think I look my age now I think I look look early 30s right now and uh, but like that is an age where like even if I look a little younger like Mm -hmm. if you're in your late 20s you're a grown up yeah and and so like uh, you know I, I taught high school for a long time and because of that I think I felt mentally older earlier mm-hmm. because I recognized like a, a huge distinction between like where I am mentally 
that's really what it is. Like mentally how I approach problems and how I problem solve and, mm-hmm. and uh, things like that and how they do. Like I recognize that there's a very wide gap. And right. so because of that, I recognize myself as older. And the fact that like um, me telling my kids, for example, that like I play video games, like what? Mr. Farmer plays oh, video yeah. games? He's like so old. Oh, I guess I that is surprising because of my age and yours. Yeah. You don't recognize that like old people like me yeah quote unquote, adults yeah yeah so yeah. little things like that have kind of contributed to it but i really like uh just when i walk around like second harvest where where i work um i am also viewed as an adult because i'm also like a supervisor yeah i'm not i'm and, an assistant but the thing is i'm also younger than most of the other supervisors that are in the organization we went yeah. to like a leadership training all this like if you have a direct report you went to this leadership training and i was I think either the youngest or the second youngest person yeah. out of like 30 people. That makes sense. And and so like I was hesitant to speak at first. Me. Hesitant to speak. I know. <laughs> shocker. Because I still felt like the youngest person in the room that I had to kind of remind myself, no, no, no. Like you belong here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, even like if you have a little bit of doubt every now and then, you're like, do people see me as an adult? If you fucking sit down at the table like you like you deserve to be oh, there yeah. people will see you yes. as though you deserve to be there right true that is a hard thing to do though for yeah. sure what's the middle of your pyramid dog uh so i'm a very like i i have a great routine i am a person i'm a creature of habit i go to work i i've had like the same thing for breakfast six or seven days a week i go to work i have one of like three or four different lunches I go to the gym afterwards five or six days a week. I got to get those gains. I got to get those grades. What uh, day was it today you said? Leg day. Today was butt day? <laughs> ass day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With cheeks like yours, every day's ass day. Goddamn Listener, right. if you can hear like something in the background that is in fact the sound of Eli's cheeks clapping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Eli had leg day today, here. which is also known as butt day. Butt day. <laughs> um, no, I squatted a little bit. Uh, anyway... <laughs> So uh, I, I go to the gym. I make one of like three or four dinners for myself. I usually meal prep, so I'll have like the same thing to eat for dinner three or four days in a row or whatever. Uh, I love predictability. I love efficiency. I love knowing what to expect and everything. But also, it gets like boring. Yeah. It also becomes harder to fit other things into my life. True. Um, like making plans. Like making plans. When yep. I know exactly what I'm going to do every single week and then someone's like, hey, do you want to do X, Y, Z? I'm like, but that deviates from my from my plans. Right. And I can't do that. Yeah. And so it, it's tough. I, I love knowing what to expect, but also like I would love to be more um, spontaneous mm, and more mm-hmm. flexible and everything. And so it's it's I'm kind of fighting a battle with myself right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but my dad is also a creature of habit to to a point where it is like pretty comical. He got into the routine that he doesn't do this anymore because they stopped making the this specific pair of shoes. But my dad used to he like one year found a pair of like dad New Balance sneaks, yeah. and he would go in every like couple of years and take to shoe carnival the serial number of the new balances and he would say i want this i want this exact and they yep and they would replace the exact and he did that i'm not kidding for like he did that maybe like 
three or four times, like over the course of like five years. And I asked him about it one time because I, I, this was a, a while ago. So I was like kind of being a clown and making fun of him. Sure. But my dad was like, why would I like them? Why would I not do that? I'm like, damn, you got a point. I can I tell mm-hmm. you something? Yeah, what? Um, I've done the same thing with pants. See, when I have a pair of pants, I wore like they. But pants are different. I well, it doesn't. I think it's all actually the same. It makes sense. I know exactly. It totally makes sense. I have a weird shaped body. That's not true. Wait, no, like you the, do? Like what do you length mean? with width. Like my my pant size is hard to find. What are your? You're a thirty I'm what? Thirty two waist. Uh huh. Thirty three length. Oh, nobody that is, has yeah. that shit. That is. Weird. I often have to choose between thirty two, which once you wash them, they like people hover. like. When's the floods like coming? Barely yeah. up. Yeah, they're not that high, but they're just a tiny bit too high. And thirty fours go just like a tiny bit too bunched up at the bottom. I need thirty threes. Which, like, for my height and my weight fluctuates throughout the year, I will, I vary, like, a, about 15, right. sometimes even 20 pounds throughout the year, I'll, like, fluctuate. Sure. And so pants will fit me differently, so I have to have different pants for different, like, times of <laughs> different year. seasons. <laughs> it's a whole deal, yeah. And so I have a pair of khakis that I saved, because I've gone into Target several times, shout out Target, they have pretty great jeans. Uh, but I have a pair of khakis. Mm-hmm. Uh that fit me a certain way and I have kept them so that I can keep reordering them. Nice. Nice. Same have you, have you heard of this, the concept of sitting up and, or st- Oh my God. Standing up and sitting down jeans for girls. Have you heard about this? Where Maybe. like you as a girl are like, like let's go, you know, your friends are going to a concert, right? And you're going to be standing up. So is, is it, or is this a standing up event or a sitting down event? And you have different pants fit differently correct because if i'm gonna sit down there are some jeans that i don't want to sit in because they're gonna suck in my stomach and cut off my circulation well i have but i can stand in them so if it's standing room only let's yeah ball. for sure then yeah let's yeah <laughs> i we wear ball. the nice the nice jeans i have dress pants like that but it's not like it not for my like stomach it's for <sighs> fucking hell it, Go ahead. it's how it fits elsewhere but we'll just leave it at that if i'm gonna be sitting down there needs sure. to be more flexibility we'll just let's sure. just say that <laughs> So I have certain jeans. Like if this is like a standing. What event, I'm hearing is dick too big. That's not. That's what, what is I'm happening. hearing. But that's what you said. No. And I heard it, and so did the it's listener. Really, it's 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 booty too big. <laughs> Wait, I don't know which one is more deplorable to for that to be your reality. I in general am deplorable. We can just leave it at that. <laughs> that's true. But I I my whole point too thick. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Uh, the whole point is that. I understand the the needing the different pants for different types of events yeah. for sure. For <laughs> God damn it, just sell me out like that. Sorry, Spread actually no, business. I'm not. That's not true. Uh, oh, you did your middle of the pyramid. My middle of the yeah consistency and routine. Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. My middle of the pyramid is being a creative, especially in Hair the way flip. of like yeah, especially in the way of fashion. I get into these phases where. <laughs> Like, and then my house, my house is, you see this, it is exactly what it is. It's so what it is. And I think to myself, I've, I'm not creative and nothing I do is cool or artistic or creative or anything. And everything I do is stupid. The, the imposter syndrome oh, is real. Oh, it's so real. Yeah. And it's really real because in, in the arts, it is a lot of regurgitation and reshaping. Sure. But like, I think a certain thing that I do is cool because I saw somebody else do either the exact same thing or something similar that I tweaked. 
but it's not an original concept nine times out of ten. I mean, at this nine point, and a half times out of ten. You know yeah, what I mean? in, in this point in human history, there are very few ways to do something original. There has yeah. just been so much art yeah and so many great creative minds mm-hmm. that you kind of have to come to peace with that like you're going to drive yourself insane if you think oh, that yeah. i need to create something perfectly original that no one else has I ever need to done think a thought or do a, an action that no one has ever thought or done before you're going to drive it's yourself insane happen. the the specific area that i have been feeling this the most is the the area of dressing myself because I have had different relationships with my body over the course of time. I've gotten now to a, a really nice place of just like whatever. And body I, neutrality? Yeah, body neutrality where I don't think about my body. Uh, body neutrality in the sense that my body is the least interesting thing about me. I have so many more interesting and arguably attractive qualities than just like the meat suit that I operate. Like this is not, this is the least interesting thing about me. And so I wish I had that attitude in it's you can, you could get there if you want to, yeah. um, in fashion, it's like, I just wear whatever I want to now. I don't really care to cater to what someone else will think is cool. Sure. I just wear whatever I want. And usually the times that I feel really insecure about my outfit, I'll go to one of the best who are very creative, who know what looks objectively good and objectively bad. Uh-huh. And I'm like, does my outfit look stupid? And they're like, no, girl, like big sleigh. You look so cute. And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. But for the most part, I like genuinely just will look in the mirror and be like, I like that. I think it's fun. So I'm going to wear it. I don't really care. But then it's like, am I running out of ideas? It's just like, I sometimes I feel like, oh my God, like I'm literally crushing it. I'm the most talented, original, funny, creative, hot person who's ever lived. And then there are days that I'm like, I, it is the Sahara Desert upstairs. There's just like tumbleweeds going and nothing happening. You know what I mean? It's, and I go back and forth and I try to think of it as an opportunity to learn, right? My taste and style has developed over time. And when I run out of ideas, I like try to gather inspiration again from what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And then I change and I evolve what I'm wearing or what I'm creating or whatever to fit this new taste that I have. And then I move on. So it does inspire growth and change, but it's very frustrating. And what I, the shit that I like, I can't tell you what I like, but I can tell you what I don't like. And I can't, the only thing I've ever been able to like, that's what I, that phrase is accurate for me is someone on TikTok described the aesthetic of blob chic. <laughs> <laughs> and if you will look around my house, you will know that to be the gospel. In this house, it is blob chic. But I'm going to grow from this experience of running out of idea, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's blah. also not a contest. It's not, but I want to win. I, yeah. I, you know I, what I mean? Trust me. You know I, who says that? People who win. People who win are like, it's not a competition. It's not a competition it's not but i want to be the winner i don't want to be it's not a competition but i don't want to be the loser that's really what it is we're not competing but i don't want to be the loser (laughs) for sure that's what it is so yeah being a creative person in general but specifically in the way of fashion is really frustrating speaking of decorating your house uh i got Mm -hmm. a new rug by the way you told me that yesterday that's very exciting. Yeah. Is it the exact same rug as the one you had before? No, that'd be very funny. If I was like, come check out my new rug, it's literally <laughs> it's the, the same exact thing. same white fuzzy rug. <laughs> no, yeah, I got rid of it. It's like a like a loose shag kind of. Ooh, it's, what no, color is it? No, that was the old one. Oh. This one is lower because Otis sheds <sighs> like his life depends on it. Sweet baby And vacuuming boy. a shag, like it holds too much fur. Yeah, no oh, how yeah. Much vacuum, that dog. Dog yeah. smell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so, bad. <laughs> yeah. I got a, a 
thinner one this time, mm-hmm. and that made it a lot cheaper. Thank oh, God. Oh yeah, the also true. Fucking pricey, but I'm very excited about it. I love that for you. What color it. is it? It's like a neutral color. It's mostly neutral. It's got hints of like a light blue, which my walls are painted light blue. It's like gray true. and white and a little bit of light blue, um, mm-hmm. and like a little bit of tan in it. So mm-hmm. it's like very. Is like, it neutral. like this? But it like matches. Is it like mine? No, it's actually even thinner than this. You have a, such a comfy rug. Oh my I God. know, I love it. Um, Liza will just sit on the rug. Oh, she loafing. It's amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you'll have to check out my rug. Yeah. Um, what's the top of your pyramid? The top of my pyramid is leftover Halloween candy. It is one of my favorite Speak times of year. On it. After like, there's all this build up to Halloween, and there's like, you know, when you're a kid going trick or treating and everything. The aftermath, and then now as an adult, like, oh well, we bought some for like a uh, like an office function, or uh-huh. I bought some for my house for the kids to come by. Blah blah blah. Well, now, dude. After all that's done, dude. The Halloween decorations are gone. Everything's nice and clean. Uh huh. There's still a shitload of candy left. Okay, I don't want to blow up your spot too much but i know that you you are very strict and very conscientious about your diet yes this is where we deviate as human beings which is whatever what's the splurge what's the like when you're balling out and you're deviating away from your like counting your macro micro caloric oh, just intake like bullshit, my cheat meal what no thing. what's the candy oh what's my, the candy what are we rocking with oh so uh i have a t- my three favorites i have mm-hmm. three favorites mm-hmm. and then i have two honorable mentions <laughs> To round out the top Great. five. Amazing. Amazing. Which, what are we rocking with? The num- I, I have two that are tied for first. Okay. We're starting with first? Yes. Okay. Twix. Correct. God tier candy bar. Because it has a cookie in it. It's perfect. It's cookie and chocolate. What yes. the fuck? Yeah. The alternative to that, uh-huh. other first place, take five. With Ooh, the, it, it's a Twix, but with pretzel instead of cookie. The the because it's caramel and chocolate yeah. and everything. It's it's perfect. Yeah, it's the perfect snack. Yes, you know when you were a kid and you'd like take maybe like a pretzel, put a Hershey's kiss on it. And yeah, eat it with and like put a it bite the, of popcorn. Or we used something. to put them in the oven. It was like pretzel Rolo in the name. Put them in the oven for like five yeah. minutes. Ooh, they shit was elite. they packaged that shit up and uh-huh. made it perfect. I always forget about the take, take five. five. That's the sleeper hit. Such an underrated candy yeah. bar. That's y'all are sleeping on take fives. Yeah. <laughs> If you have, dear listener, if you haven't had a take five before, you need to get into it, especially if you're a cookie girl like me and Eli, because it's like the cookie inside of the Twix is what the pretzel goal. Oh, my God. You know what? I just got a really bad craving for what besides a Twix, a a Diet Coke from McDonald's. I'm going to have to get one on the way to work. Did you say McDonald's? I did because we're in the South. I said it on purpose. I'm going to have to get one in because once I get the bug, I can't stop thinking about it until I have it. It's like almost like actual cocaine so i'm gonna have to get a, a dc at the mcdonald's in the morning on the way to work anyway continue so cookie okay. cookie and chocolate what the fuck why would you not want that <laughs> yeah twix and take five are my two favorites number three because we skip second number three why do we skip second i thought you said they were tied for first tied for first and, and then so, third so now there's third because it's well, the second? third best one there is no second because there's a tie for first. Why don't you bump up there's the third the to second and then make the honorable mentions third and they'd be tied for third. I don't make the rules. So that's the second place is just vacant. This, Dear listener, this is about to be the rest <laughs> of the episode. We're just going to argue about it, this. This is so, you clowned on that's me how, for not knowing my age. This shit is the math that's not mathing. No, no, no. This is how like rankings work because it's the third oh, one. There are two sure. above it. There are two above it. It doesn't matter if they're first and second or if they're both first. But if they're tied for there, first. There's two above it. So this is the third one. No. 
but yes. there's no second place. Right. If Dear they're listener. tied for first, they are both first. But there's two Who of them. Who is second? There's two of them. There's nobody in second. <laughs> there's nobody in second. I feel like I'm going fucking. This is. It's like Laurel and Yanny. This is like. This is some bullshit. Dear anyway, listener, right third in. place. If what? you have thoughts on the matter, I promise you. When yeah, there's two send people me an tied email first, and tell me why I'm right and Eli's ahead. Two people tied for first, and then the third second. person gets third place. You're a moron. That's true, but okay, I'm right about this. Okay, what's the second slash third place uh, candy? The third place candy. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say uh, that. the cookies and cream or uh, Hershey's. Oh, dude, yeah. that is tea. Also, a kind of a sleeper candy bar. But it's cookie. It's elite. It's cookie. It's cookie elite. in a ch- in chocolate. It's perfect. Why would anybody want anything other than that? I don't know. The oh my god, the Oreo white chocolate Hershey's, the little guys. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. dude! Those yeah. are amazing. I had one. Who are the honorable mentions? Very recently, the honorable mention number four is Starburst. Which one and why is it yellow or pink? Uh, I like all of them. I really do. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I, yeah, to be that asshole or whatever. But like, I really do like all Starburst. <laughs> That's fair. I don't like the red ones. Some of my coworkers were opening up uh, packs of like the little two packs of Starburst uh-huh. and playing and they the lottery, got the double pinks, and they just freak out. <sighs> yeah. And someone got like a yellow and orange one, and was just like, "Ugh, uh, these are bad." I was like, "Give me those." I I don't like, like the I don't red discriminate ones. against Starburst. The red I ones taste them. like um, cough syrup to and me. And then I understand why you would say that, but I still love them. Uh, <laughs> and then number five mm-hmm. are the uh, tropical Skittles. Specifically, the tropical one. The ones in the, in the, the blue. Oh, in the purple. In the purple. The blue ones are good. The blue ones are but good. The purple. Maybe yeah. that's wild. Oh, is that wildberry? I think the purples are wildberry. Whatever's in girl. the purple. I think mean, they're both awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah. The the the, ones the, the purple, purple wrapper Skittles are yes. amazing. Yeah, that's my top yeah. five. Although I am confused by your terminology, I agree with the sentiment behind this ranking. Yeah. You know what I mean. I prefer chocolate, but like I don't hate against like like Starburst and Skittles, like the the fruit candy i guess you yeah would call yeah it. yeah are you a chocolate girl or a fruit girl i'm <laughs> i'm definitely a chocolate girl i love that um, yeah dear listener write in and give us your favorite <gasps> yes. candies I, dude i love twix oh my god and feel free if you have dude. a tie to let us know how you would rank the candy <laughs> and, after that and tie. why eli's wrong and i'm right <laughs> and i i promise you i'm right about this i just <laughs> you're I pro- like gonna get mad <laughs> i promise <laughs> Okay, I'm you can s- believe that if you want to. <laughs> the best is I know you you think you're not competitive, but you so I'm are. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm the least competitive person ever. <laughs> no, you are the, and I can prove it. I can prove I'm the least competitive. Watch. Let yeah. me beat you in this. Yeah. I have to I'm win this argument about how not competitive the I am. Least, yeah, I'm going to be the most least competitive person you know. No, I know that this is going to bother you a little bit on a real level because I know you're you are a pretty competitive person. <laughs> but I disagree with um, your terminology. But I agree with the sentiment, if nothing else. Um, are you ready for my top of the pyramid? Yes, I am. You're distracted. Is it about Halloween? Well, I'm just making sure my dog's okay. Oh, okay. Um, at the top of my he pyramid. Is. Okay, thank you. I Actually, that is good to know. Shouts out to Otis. Oh, he's a big bear. It, it's O-D-I-S. Yes. Not O-T-I-S. Yeah, a lot of times What's people... What's the T behind that? What's the deal? You mean what's the D behind that? No, I actually wasn't going to say that because of how nasty it sounded coming out of your oh, mouth. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, uh-huh. Shit. You, I mean, you did that. I one. actually, you're right. Yeah. Well, you set me up for it, so really it's your fault. The fuck I didn't. <laughs> you did, idiot. That's just how it was spelled. I, I got him from a shelter when he was about three months old. 
and oh, that's he came how they with spelled that name. it. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I just kept the name. I thought it was perfect. This Otis. this dog is an Otis. Otis. Yep. I love him. Um, okay, the top of my pyramid today, like this is current. This will eventually fall, but right now in this period of my life, the top of the pyramid is being a girl. I saw a TikTok today that made me sob alone in my home. Damn. And if I, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to cry about it. But it was a TikTok of this group of girls, this group of like young women um, who have a friend who was just running in the New York City Marathon. It's like huge marathon. The, the New York City Marathon. The what? What? I've done the marathon bit to you before. No, you literally haven't. Where do you, well, what the fuck are you talking about? from a TV show. No, go show. ahead and derail my conversation about how I love being a woman for your bit. Happily. So, uh, God, you suck. <laughs> oh, wait. It's from The League where they pretend to not know what a marathon is. And one no, of the characters is like, I, I'm going to run the marathon. You're going to run a what? A marathon. The what? The marathon. Patrick's dying laughing right now. Shouts out to Patrick specifically, yes. not you. Yeah, out of the 600 viewers, <laughs> that joke was for literally one of one. you. <laughs> you and also one other person. Yeah, so anyway, this group of young women. Um, how old do you think they are? We're also at 604, by oh, the way. Shit. We got four we got overnight. so many. Shouts so out cool? to y'all. And that's just on Spotify. That's I have no idea who, how many listen on other platforms. That's Isn't that serious? actually kind of crazy? You know how many intimidating. You know how many impressions we have had on the internet uh, over all platforms in the last... 30 days hang on i'm gonna i'm, I'm actually worried. gonna give you this number because i'm gonna say it wrong if i don't look at it this I'm is like a little, a like, little wild yeah this is I, this is a number i need to remember when i start talking shit about people in my real life <laughs> um, okay spotify followers currently we're sitting at a ripe 604 hell yeah spotify impressions in the last 30 days which means this is the number of times your show or any of your episodes were shown to anyone on Spotify over the last 30 days. This number is an estimate. may not be precise. It may take up to two days for a new update. So uh, how many times it's been shown to people on Spotify in the last 30 days? 36,974 times. Shut the fuck up. So. That's so crazy. I have to remember that. <laughs> when I start running my mouth. That's a lot I of have people. to remember that. Okay, Love so. every single one of you. I would give you a kiss on the forehead if I knew every single one of you. Um, so anyway, so these these women in this TikTok, I think we're they're like my age. Okay. Like. Well, how old is that? <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm 42, just like you. No, oh, I'm 27. Welcome to the club. Um, they're like like young professional age, like 30s yeah. probably. Okay. And they have a friend who's running in the New York City Marathon. And she's running up to them and they've like made posters and like they're so proud of her and she runs up to them and they stop or she the runner stops to like party with her friends just for a second and they like hug her and they scream and they're like we're so proud of you and she's like I'm doing it and they're like we love you you're doing so great and they're just like screaming and freaking out and then she just goes and she just keeps running and just like female camaraderie is the most like i have really complicated feelings about religion as everyone who's listened to this podcast knows that is sacred that is like otherworldly like borderline holy shit you know what i mean of like the the friendship that exists between women or not even friendship but like 
solidarity and like Ooh, i see yeah. your experience like we were just talking about because i can't not talk about her Brittany broski she <laughs> just put out a podcast episode that describes my literal exact feelings about men and about the interactions i've had with men over the last couple of months and like we're not friends i don't know her she doesn't know me but she can articulate my experience because we have the same female experience. And I'm sure it's really validating because, like, because you don't know her, but, like, she, yeah. independent of you, is yeah. going through the exact same shit. Absolutely. Ha- there has to be, like, some, like, piece, some, like, like anchoring quality yes. to that, right? Yes. It's yeah. very that. And, like, with the last, like, couple of months of my life being so stressful and being so frustrating and being so confusing and just like very like turbulent and uh unsettling my friendships with women in my life are so vital to finding myself again and you've got some awesome friends dude it's like, just hearing it's nuts hearing you like talk about like i you know i watch you guys interact very rarely in person but like on the internet you guys like but like seeing how you guys talk about one another how you talk about your friends is awesome i love love that i know that i shout my friends out a lot you definitely do uh and so if y'all are listening i mean i fucking love you guys yeah it it did it's it's like we talk about this on the internet all the time the camaraderie of women in the bathroom at a bar and i'm not talking about bullshit about safety i'm not talking about women making sure other women survive i'm not talking about the bare minimum shit of like i'm seeing a drunk girl in the bathroom i'm gonna make sure she has water that's bare minimum human decency shit i'm not talking about that i'm talking about although that's great but that's the bare minimum if you see somebody struggling you should help them point blank period but what i'm talking about specifically is like like I went to uh went to get dinner with some of my friends this last week, and a woman stopped me in the parking lot to tell me that she really likes my blue hair. I was Hell like, yeah. "Thanks, girl." Yes, sir. And like that kind of shit on like a really surface level, or like when I like when I like really get into the space of like craving male validation and not knowing who I am if the boy I like doesn't like me back or like the boy that I like turns out to be an asshole or like whatever and I get in those spaces where I just like don't know who I am without male approval not only do like oh my god not only do the women in my life help speak truth into me and tell me that that is not necessary but they get it and it's one thing to have somebody tell me, oh, like, fuck him or like, you know, yeah. it's one thing for for that to be there. But when when the attitude of I support you, you don't need no man is backed up by I understand why you feel like you do. And I'm here to tell you that you don't like that is beautiful. For and sure. I love I love like painting my house and like doing girly shit. And like, and like gender is whatever you want it to be. But I mean like stereotypical girly things. Like, I don't know. I like going to, going to bars and ordering a Cosmo or an espresso martini and being a girl. And like that kind of shit brings me an insane amount of joy. I love engaging with femininity in a way that feels um, authentic and holistic and not in a way that is put upon me. 
and sometimes that's girl boss feminism of like, I'm going to listen to whatever the music I want to. And like, I don't have to do whatever. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you know what? I do want to listen to Taylor Swift today. And I do want to talk about boys and I do want to drink a Cosmo. And I do want to engage in hyper feminine at the Barbie movie. I do want to engage in hyper femininity because that feels true to me today. And I, and I, to today, right now, there are times I don't love being a girl, but I just have over the last few weeks, over the last few months, really, because this period of my life has been ass. Uh, I have been so leaning on and so dependent upon the relationships in my life that are not with men and that are with women. And it's very important to me. And I love painting uh, my house the way that I want to. And I love uh, telling people that I like to drink whatever's pink and uh, you know white wine and like all this shit and like be a girl right now being a girl is on top of my pyramid period fucking perfect timing hang on hang on hang on on, on. is she gonna do the thing do you have anything else you want to say oh man is she meowed right now she was basically just going period after all that no, she's, no she's too sleepy. She's not gonna say she, Yeah, she's, she's over there about vocal. to snooze. She's vocal. loafing hard. She is. Um, <sighs> yeah, I I love that for you. Thank you. Oh, love, you're doing the thing. I again. love being a girl. I love being a girl. It is. It is not often right that. I don't think it's very often, it, it, from what I've observed, that women have like the opportunity to feel what you're feeling. To be like, I love this shit right now. Mm-hmm. It is so, there's so often seems to be like something of an asterisk or an exception. It's like, I love most things. Like even when like, this is like the best that I felt in a while. There's still like, eh, there's some things that I'm not like blah, blah, blah. But like when people, and I think, I wonder if that's just kind of always going to be the case. But I love watching you get fucking hype about just like, who you are and like fully leaning into who you are that is dope that shit is dope and it you know i i like to i've said this before but i like to think i've surrounded myself with like good people who support me and like who i am and everything but even so like how you spoke about like women supporting women and everything is just like different than how most men support one another because like uh sometimes there is that like oh i've been there too or that that like true genuine experienced empathy mm-hmm. but so much of the time it's like hey man i'm feeling really vulnerable uh this girl doesn't like me back and you know i i've poured my heart out and it, it's it she just kind of stepped on it or blah 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 and then damn that sucks man yeah okay cool thanks you're not in this with me yeah dan that sucks that's like great sometimes there is nothing else to say but like man i, need, I need you to I just need like, a little bit more just be here a little more with yeah. me. You know yeah yeah I mean? and that's that's very seldom a thing that happens with a lot of men i think and so i love that like you get that from your girlies yeah and it's it's fun too because like the the pattern of feminism at least in my personal experience right was that i grew up in this like hyper feminine christian southern environment and then as i got older and as i chose the path of like feminism and being a lib sometimes in certain circles what that looks like is abandoning femininity 
Yeah. And that sure. to be a feminist, we are tasked with um, assimilating to men. And that in order to prove that women and men are equal, women assimilate to behaviors of men. Right. You have to That's drink a beer or be correct. a CEO or correct. whatever. That's bullshit. And now I think a lot of women my age are, are understanding and realizing that it's not the idea of in order to be considered equal to a man, I must be demonstrate like a man. being a man in behavior, in thought, in whatever, <coughs> but that I will exist in my femininity and that will be equal to masculinity. Correct. This is of course ignoring like I'm talking about my lived experience. I cannot speak to the experience of having any sort of like um, non-binary experience. I can't speak to the experience of being trans. I don't, that, those are gender complexities that I do not live and that I do not experience. I'm just speaking from my personal experience. Those are uh, completely nuanced and deserve their own four hour podcast, if not more about all of that. But oh, what yeah. I'm talking about is just my, my lived experience as a cisgendered woman, but yeah. that I grew up in femininity and I decided to become a feminist and in order to do that, no, I have to be tough or I have to be, like you were saying, I have to drink a beer. I have to like football and I shouldn't care what I look like and blah, blah, blah. And that's dumb. If women, and this is like, let people enjoy what they like season for me personally. Yeah. Talk about pumpkin spice lattes and we're all shitting on Taylor Swift now. Like just let women specifically enjoy things. And that expression of femininity is equal to any sort of value that any expression of masculinity has. Correct. Like, it's not that I need to abandon all of that to 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 um, present masculine to be equal. No, I'm going to be a like stereotypical girly person, and you're going to treat me just the same as you would a stereotypically masculine person. That's that's it. That's equality. And then to introduce uh, our non-binary siblings into the equation as well, that this third or this um, new expression of gender is also then equal. You know, all of that kind of stuff. And, like, I don't know. There's – I have, like, you know, the wine nights with the girlies. And two of my my two very best friends in the whole fucking world are both single women who both own their own homes. And when I was buying my house, we had a conversation of, like, this is fucking shit because I'm a single woman and I thought I would have a husband by now. Or one of my best friends is a lesbian. And she was like, I – thought I, I don't know what I thought like I didn't really grow up thinking I would ever have a husband so I guess I'm just always going to be by myself but then I realized like no I could be with a woman you know like all of these complexities and being like I don't really know what I'm doing like this is so dumb and like I'm buying a house by myself and then that like complex ideal of being a single woman owning her own home and then being like OMG Justin Bieber's so hot and those are both equally valid, equally valid, normal things for me to feel. I don't know. Right now, sometimes being a girl is ass. Yeah. Especially like, I don't know, being alone at night or like whatever, walking in my car, blah, 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 whatever. And sometimes it's fucking ass. But right now, as I'm painting my house, as I'm having parties, as I'm like doing things and living my life, like I love being a girl. That's at the top of my pyramid right now. Oh, yeah, sister. Thank you. Thanks, girl. Liza, do you have anything to add? Nothing. She's almost falling asleep. Like, Hello, I am a bread loaf. Oh, cutie. She's right next to me. Like, she's sitting on the top of the couch, and I'm, like, leaning up against the arm of the couch. She might chime in in a moment. She might. 
She kind of did earlier. Yeah. I hope that got picked up by the mic. I hope it did, too. Sweet baby. Okay, are you ready to talk about the content of this episode, dog? You betcha. Sweet. Okay. We're going to be flying blind a little bit because Eli didn't take any notes. I usually, dear listener, You am very, dumb idiot. I'm I just know. kidding. You're I usually not an idiot. do a really good job of you taking do. notes. And, like, I'll go back and re-watch certain scenes to make sure I have quotes correct and everything. Um, but I was watching this. I, I had a very stressful day at work. And so normally I can carve out, like, some time during my lunch to, like, really sit down and watch and take notes and everything. I simply did not have the time today. So I watched it. And then I watched like the first quarter of it again, uh, but I'm uh, I'm it's not. It's okay. Gonna You'll have... be fine. I take like I... a serial killer level notes, so you're I, fine. I genuinely wish I had taken notes because this is probably the most fun I had watching an episode to date. This is like golden era dance moms. Like this I, is the show. I laughed out loud a couple <laughs> of times. We were just talking on the last episode about how like, man, this one is like dark or whatever. This episode, yeah. completely the exact opposite. I yeah. thought aside from like two 30 second scenes, two there separate are a couple moments where scenes, I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to cry. Yeah. Maybe. It's, it's like a real bummer a couple of times, but most of the episode hilarious and yeah. fun and funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we start with last week, previously on dance moms, we had, the replacements did you ever watch that tv show on netflix or on uh nickelodeon by the way it was no. a tv show that was called the replacements i watched the movie with keanu reeves oh there was a show or maybe it was disney channel i think it was disney channel actually it was called the replacements and it was this like service that could like it was a cartoon and it could like replace your sibling who's getting on your nerves you like call and have a replacement oh, that's hilarious anyway um the replacements beat the the aldc kids abby unhinged and yelling about the break and about how everybody sucks and how she doesn't have any real friends or something. I don't well, she know. She walks into the pyramid and says, I just want to take a second. This I is just want to look at what fourth place looks like. I just want to look at like. what fourth place looks like. <sighs> Melissa says she's never been more nervous to walk into a pyramid. And then Abby Fair. lays out, lays that golden egg. I just want to look at what fourth place looks like. Yeah. <sighs> wow. That's brutal. Um, <laughs> she says that last week was devastating, which seems like a little bit of a reach, but whatever. Um, and this week we're going to New Jersey for a competition that's called On Stage America. We get to the Pyramid of Children. The bottom, on the bottom, Mackenzie, she's not in the group this week for no reason. So she was never going to be in the groups ever again. Then Abby put her back in the groups because she won her solo. And now she's out. There is no explanation. Well, did she forget part of her dance for half a second? last time yeah and so this is like punishment. yeah i guess that's yeah i guess that's as good of a line of logic as we're gonna get from miss yeah Miller. the bar on the floor yeah truly um melissa is like in her interview she's like listen it is what it is yeah. <laughs> she's like yeah. i can't what do you want me to she's do like, abby's just gonna kind of do she's stuff. looking at the producer like what the fuck do you want me to say yeah. like I, it is what it is yeah. um kelly says in her talking head she thinks it's good she's like honestly melissa needs to understand how we feel welcome to our world my kids are on the bottom literally constantly yep. which to prove her point Paige is next on yes. the bottom of the pyramid uh, oh, sorry. Well, Maddie was Maddie, next. Yeah, Maddie and McKenzie. But that's yeah. the point, is that right, Melissa's right. two kids. And then Paige is also on the bottom. Um, and Abby says it's like Paige thinks she doesn't have to work anymore. Don't know where she got that from. She, I, again, but just make whatever. It she just hates Paige and Brooke. Yeah. Who do you think she hates more? Paige, Paige or Brooke? Brooke. Oh, between the two of them, Brooke. Yeah, you're probably Because right. Brooke has an attitude. Brooke, like, bites back at her, and she hates that shit. We'll get to that in a second. Which we're going to get to that in a minute, brother, for sure. Um, and then Nia is also on the bottom. Um, which is bullshit because I feel like she said nice things about Nia. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. but there, And there were four kids on the bottom and then two this, and then... Yeah, the structural integrity it is not unlike your ranking system for two things being tied for first and then nothing being second and then something being third. I'm speechless What questions right do you have for me about that? I, I have no questions. <laughs> I'm just excited to see the listener <laughs> emails that come in. Tell me why I'm right and Eli's an idiot. Um, and if you want to tie the reason why Eli's an idiot to his ranking of candies, that's also fine. You uh, could just give me any reason why you, you could think just be like Tony and roast the <laughs> fuck out of me. The outright out the gate too. Yeah. He was like, "Hi Eli, er, hi or, Amanda," hi, dipshit. and dipshit. I mean Eli, Amanda, dipshit. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> should have introduced myself. I'm the co-host, dipshit, and I'm the dipshit Eli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my role here. That's what it is, dipshit. Um. So after Nia. Yeah, after Nia, she says Nia is like doing fine, but then she's like, "Is fine going to make you a star?" <laughs> Whatever. All right. Um, the middle of the pyramid, Kendall's the next one. She says that Kendall pulled her eyes in a positive way, which is great. Great feedback. Jill says this is the first time that Kendall's been off the bottom of the pyramid. I don't think that's true. Well, the bottom level of the pyramid, I think. I don't think she's been on the okay, second. Okay, maybe level I'm before. jumping ahead in my memory. I haven't seen every episode yeah. like you have, but like I don't recall i recall like she was on probation forever for forever and then she just was thrilled to even be on the pyramid and yeah. then joe was like well i really wish we could escape the bottom of the pyramid and i think okay. this might be the first she time. will eventually get off the bottom of the pyramid so yeah. maybe i'm just thinking in advance in what is a disaster in what was a disastrous previous week uh-huh. like, or, according to abby yeah. is devastating uh, kendall placed the highest out of like anyone true which third not awesome but she did place the highest she did pull through so, so. there's that yeah um wait was that last week i think so that happened hang on i'm gonna fact check you this is what happens when i don't have my notes (laughs) and this is also what happens when we yeah no you're thinking of this week son kendall gets third this week pretty sure she got third last week as well mckenzie gets third last week oh maybe that's what mckenzie gets third isabella was fourth chloe was second kaylee wins uh kendall didn't have a solo last week fuck you weirdo um anyway so uh pull her eyes uh in a positive way first time off the bottom of the pyramid Chloe is next in the pyramid in the middle. She apparently didn't do her soul the way she was supposed to. I don't know that to be the truth because we're not really given that information. I don't really know what it was supposed to look like. I just see what it looked like, really. Odds are it's one of those things where, like, like she's going to finish early, and so she adds an extra whatever. Whatever, yeah. And Abby just cannot handle that. Whatever. Um, and then the top, Abby says there's like one picture left. Brooke has not been on the pyramid. Abby's like, I bet these stupid idiots think that it's going to be Brooke. She pulls a piece of paper off. Blank. Blank. A blank piece of cardstock. She does love to have a, she she loves have a, a reveal. flair for the dramatic. Oh, very, very true. Very true. And she says that uh, and now Brooke's not on the team. I don't yeah, know what the fuck that's about. Yeah, and Kelly like asks... She's like, like what are, why are we what? Even here? Yeah. And then Abby goes, Brooke, do you want to be here? And you can see it in Brooke's eyes that she's like, don't say no. Don't say no. Don't she's, say no. Yeah, and she's she kind of like, like, she kind of nods pauses. her head a little bit. And yeah. Abby's like, well, that's really not the reaction that I want to see. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> she was again, like laughing. Abby was yeah. laughing. She was like, I, that's not what I expected to see. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, shit. And then in her talking head, Kelly says, I don't really care because I think your pyramid is a crock of shit anyway. Yeah. But then Abby says that she was still planning for Brooke to be in the group number. So what the fuck was the point of literally any of that? I don't know. There was no point. That I don't was, know. Li- that was literally bullshit. Performative yeah. bullshit. I thought that was very funny though. <laughs> yeah. Abby 
was so caught off guard. <laughs> she literally laughed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're doling out solos. Kendall gets a solo. It's called Oh You Nothing. Shouts out to Kendall getting a solo. Love that for Kendall. Hey, yeah. Um, and then Nia gets a solo that's called A Hundred Years From Now. I have in my notes, hopefully it's not racist. Uh, I was just like ready for truly the worst. We don't get racism openly this episode. We don't yay. get let me back that up. We get racism because Abby's a racist. We don't get cultural appropriation. Yeah, she didn't so do anything that's a slay, that I'd I guess. consider inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more solo. Well she, well, she makes the comment about Nia like a hundred years from now. Are you actually gonna point your toes? And yeah, it has nothing to do with race, but it is still very mean. <laughs> yeah, um, we get one. We have one more solo, and Abby asks Chloe if she can do it, and she's like, "Can you? Do you think you can perform the number the way that I teach it to you? Have you talked to your mom about not being such an asshole? Blah blah blah." She's like, yeah, I guess. She's like nodding her little 10-year-old head like, like, okay. I'm a child. Thank you. Whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, and she says, uh, have you talked to your mom about advocating for the other moms or whatever? Yes. Like oh, not do doing mean, that. Do you mean being their friend? Do you mean should standing I ta- up for Should I talk to my against mom child abuse? <laughs> about, yeah, about you talking shit to the other moms and the she fuck? doesn't like that? Yeah. Is that what you mean, Abby? That's dumb. God. Um, and then, so she gives the solo to Chloe. It's called Left in the Dark. The group number is called Pink Lemonade, and there are hats. And at this point, Abby says, drop your hat and you're off the team. And everyone immediately starts laughing. Yeah, the kids because, all giggled. Yeah, and Christy, Christy, I think at one point says, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, everyone is like Abby and she's like I don't know why they think that I'm kidding uh, blah 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 she that spoiler alert someone does drop a hat we're gonna get to it eventually they're not kicked off the team for dropping a hat that is the most insane thing ever also my question as an educator drop the hat in what way do you mean during rehearsal do you mean in the hallway do you mean during the performance that's not a fair boundary because that doesn't or not a fair um, expectation because it doesn't mean anything. And everybody starts laughing because they know that she's a fucking clown, which is just like well, the best. And oftentimes she can say crazy shit like that and get uh-huh. and they like really take it seriously. Like, it's <gasps> amazing that they all immediately did not <laughs> like, this time. Girl, no. <laughs> we used to do in uh, in high school drum line, like if you dropped a stick Drop immediately sticks, it was yeah. yeah, it was either ten or twenty push ups, depending upon D- the yeah. year. And that was all the time. Oh, if yeah. you're just like sitting at your like band locker and one of your sticks happened to roll off of a chair and hit Doesn't the floor, matter. you're doing 10 pushups yeah. right there. Yeah. So like that kind of thing can be enforced. But 10 pushups from a high school boy is much different than kicking a child off of her dance team. In what way? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I do think that the emotional maturity of a nine-year-old girl and a senior boy in high school are probably the same. Goddamn so right it is. emotionally there is no difference. Nope. <laughs> Um, we get Nia's solo rehearsal. Abby is like very involved. She's like up. She's like very much engaged. And Holly asks um, Melissa if Abby has apologized to her for being such an asshole. And she's like, no. And Jill says that she thinks that Melissa is just going to explode. And she's like about had it and she's about to hit the roof. I don't know why she thinks that. Yeah. Have you Melissa, met Melissa? Melissa is proving to you week after week that she's in it for the long haul and yep. in the long con. She, she knows. knows how to play the game. Exactly. There's. I don't know why she would think that. She also has a spine made of tissue paper. And also so true. she's just going to let Abby do and she's say whatever to her. She's literally a doormat at this yeah, point. Yeah, she's going to yeah. fold immediately. Yeah. Which yeah. honestly, like. 
that is how you play the game with Abby Absolutely. Lee Miller. That's why Absolutely. Maddie was the favorite for so long because Melissa was the favorite because she just bent over backwards at Abby's yeah. every whim. Yeah, true. Um, Kelly thinks that Melissa should have said something to her because in her defense, Abby was a dick. Yes, that was way uncalled the, for. The thing about hu- going from husband to husband instead of worrying about your kids – I know Melissa Listen, gives a shit about her kids. I know she does. Like, not to be that girl, but at the same time, Abby cannot be the arbiter of what it means to be a good parent or a bad or a good wife when My she hi, I, neither has children nor a husband. Like, girl. She's also just a girl. terrible person. She's also a terrible person. But, like, you can't tell someone how to be. I mean, outside of, of like, a reasonable, lim- you know, uh, what is it? Um, Like, the limits of reason. Yeah, which this is not. Which this, yeah, whatever. I'm like, you can't really, like, pull out the card like that. You don't know what it's like to have kids or to have a husband. So, like, yeah. you can't even speak from personal experience. You're just being a dick. And, frankly, it's okay, like, that your first serious relationship or, like, a marriage doesn't work. Like, that's okay. Who cares? You don't just, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's actually more harmful to stay together in a bad marriage it's more harmful to the kid and to you, frankly. T. Yeah. Uh, your kid would rather you end up with someone and be happy. Yeah. And be co-parented by people who can tolerate each other as co-parents. Yes, and who do or the thing well one together. one of you, if you fucking suck, just dip and never speak to your child ever again. That's also yes. fine. 100%. And, and, If you and, have and. multiple marriages, you are not, like, less no. of a good parent. Oh my, my God. God no. And... You can think that about somebody and not say it. You could, Abby, have that opinion about, I think Melissa doesn't give a shit about her kids because she's just trying to get dicked down all the time by man to man. You could have that really misogynistic and sexist opinion and keep it upstairs. <coughs> you don't have to say it. It has literally nothing to do with anything. So you didn't have to say that one out loud. You could just keep it in your brain. Keep I mean, it in the drafts. Frankly, most things that Abby says don't need to be said out loud. Also true. Also true. Um, and Christy says, like, I don't know if I were in your position how I could have not said something. And then she makes a comment about how Melissa's wearing her glasses today because she's been crying so much that her contacts don't work. And I was like, that's kind of rude. And then Melissa gets up and leaves the room to go just, like, not be in the room, I guess. Yeah, just remove herself. We cut to the motherfucking candy apples. Bitch, I have missed Kathy, I have missed Bestie Kathy. I love fierce. I love her. I love Kathy Nesbitt Stein. I, I love her. She is truly a character, but this scene really cracked me up. Like start to finish, oh my was god, very I, funny to me. I live for her. She's insane. Um, she says that she hasn't seen Abby since Nationals, and there was like this like defeat and whatever. And she says now she's got like the perfect team, and the perfect team is made up of all boys and she says that's genius it's not but okay great Go off, queen. but like kathy lives in like this delusional world that i honestly aspire to I, if i could live in that level yep. of delusion all of my anxiety and insecurity would immediately disappear be gone it would, uh, like it would all be gone exactly she says i need she says to all the boys i need to win and i need to beat her and that's why you're here yep. she's just very honest like you serve no purpose to me other than beating abby yeah you that's are it. tools yeah, in, in this. In my grand yeah, scheme. Exactly, exactly. Which, honestly, slay. <laughs> uh, honestly, honestly. She's a Disney villain, and she knows it, and it's great. Yeah. Her pyramid, which is, like, so Whole, fucking stupid. First because, of all, the fact that she has a pyramid like, is girl, what are we bananas. Doing? Secondly, there are four of them. So it's three when on the doing, bottom. Yeah, it's three and, and then one. one. On the 
And then thirdly, every time one of, it's a digital one, so every time one of them turns around, you hear a crunch bite of a, an apple. Uh, I have that I, in my notes also. It is a, it, she is serving puss. <laughs> she is doing it for the girls. It's uh, on a monitor. The little faces turn around. And you go, it's so it, funny. I it's would so die for funny. her. I would literally die for her. She's, it's, she's I, trying so Kathy, hard and she really thinks I love she's you. doing it. Because she, oh. she is. Because no one can tell her she's not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I live for Kathy. I love her <laughs> so much. <laughs> she, I'm obsessed with her. So silly. And then one of the dads uh, he's like, like this. This uh, like, promote this promotes, a, the team. <laughs> yeah, he's like this kind of promotes individualism as like, opposed to yeah. a team. She's like, that's exactly right. You're the individuals. I'm the leader. She's like, and what questions do you have for me? About yeah, that? and that's it. <laughs> and that's, here we go. And period. then she like kicks out the rehearsal. That's like, what the so, fuck's going on here? <laughs> The twist is that one of the kids on the Candy Apples team was invited to dance for Abby, mm-hmm. and his name is Zach. He's there. However, I do I do want to take a moment, a moment of silence, as we reflect upon the justice that is deserved for Brandon, the PA. Damn. He had nothing to print out. He had nothing to tape up. Maybe he made the graphic. No, his job was stolen by AI. It was automated. Damn. It was taken from him. We are in the future. Justice for Brandon, Justice the PA for, that yeah. I made up. <laughs> That's our new hashtag. They did. <laughs> That's on the merch, actually. So, hashtag Justice for Brandon. Yeah. Um, they did. Uh, Paige uh, made a TikTok a couple of days ago about the reunion and about how much fun it is to see the old texts that, like, were like on the bus and like filming them and like they haven't seen them in so long and so it's nice to catch up with all the old PAs and whatever and I was like for the love of God if she please says. if she says one of the PAs my favorite who is Brandon even if just one of them is named Brandon that I'll, will be everything I'll lose I might, I will ascend <laughs> to the heavens to so my final form yeah, a beam of light will come down I will sprout wings ascend to Valhalla with That's the exactly Vikings right. yeah exactly and Brandon probably and Brandon justice Shouts for Brandon <laughs> hashtag justice for Brandon <laughs> we're back in Pennsylvania um, we're doing the group rehearsal for Pink Lemonade Christy makes this comment that like Maddie looks really sad as she's like doing this as she's a part of the group and Mackenzie is just like sitting in the corner like Picking out her dance shoes, not doing anything. It's she, so, so sad. One of the moms says, called her like a, a little, little rat. rat. <laughs> yeah, Christy. <laughs> she's like, she's like a little rat in the corner. <laughs> like, that's well, a like, little rude. Hey, hold on. She, why don't you just say she's like a child in the corner? That's, why do you have to say a rat? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, We see Melissa and Holly in the costume room. And Holly just like asks Melissa, like, what are you going to do about this whole like going down with Abby? And Melissa's like, I literally don't know what I can do at this yeah. point. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. She's, She's like, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to start a fight. Yeah, I'm so not like, confrontational. Yeah, what am I going to do? And then she just straight up tells Holly that she's like, I regret some things. And Holly's like, do you regret standing, the like sticking with us? And she's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then we get a commercial. She got very sad about that. She looked like, yeah. she, she's very conflicted because like her, her main interest is her kids. Right. That's Allegedly. what she cares about the most. She wants her kids to, especially Maddie, but she wants her kids to like be successful and get like the best teaching that she can, that they can, blah, blah, blah. And she now feels in hindsight that that parking lot protest yeah. was not in their best interest. And now they're suffering the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jill. So we go to commercial, we come back. Jill, we're at Jill's house. She wants a new costume for Kendall's like solo that's coming up. 
And she thinks it's going to be such a good idea to hire a costume designer to come in and make a brand new custom costume for my little Kendall. And she's like, it's going to be so beautiful that Abby can't be mad about it. This is probably one of the worst ideas anyone's ever had on the show. You are underestimating Abby's ability to get mad about literally everything. Yeah. In what world do you think Abby's going to be happy about anything that you do, Jill? Yeah. You, yeah, you take a deep breath, she's bothered. You walk into a room, she's bothered. You don't like, walk into a room, she's, she's also bothered. She's bothered, exactly. You pass away, she'll be bothered. You stay alive, she'll be bothered. She's just always mad. So, like, I don't know why she thinks she's going to be able to change that. It's very yeah. annoying. We get that for just, like, a couple of minutes. We then see the group rehearsal. So the mechanic of the hats, these godforsaken fedoras, the the mechanic is that the hat, at a certain point, like, the girls are all wearing them and their hair is all tucked up into the fedora and then they will take them off and the hair like cascades down. Yeah. Very beautiful. Very showy, whatever. And then they dance with the hat in their hands for the rest of the time. Chloe is like, she gets, she delivers this very scripted line of like dancing with the hat is really difficult. And I hope I don't screw it up at the competition. I don't want to make Miss Abby mad. Yeah. Very scripted. Very dumb. But that's a little bit more insider tea about what the dealio is with the hats. This is the first jump scare. I have two. This is the first one. That fucking dog. Oh, it's jump crusty scare. Boy. That dog is crusty. Crusty. Yeah. Still seems the, very sweet. Seems like a very sweet little the dog. The brown around the face. Yeah, that's a lot. It is. We have a nasty little white dog in my family, too. What Curtis Connor refers to as crusty white dogs. Every white dog is crusty. Because it, it's like, how can you not be? You're a dog. You have white fur. You don't be crusty. That is an unreasonable level of crust, in yeah. my opinion. It's a, Our a, white dog doesn't get that crusty. What are they called? A Bichon? Yeah, it's a Bichon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Colin actually had three of them. Uh-huh. Um, all minimal levels of crusty. But like- this, this thing is wild. This thing is crusty. And you would think, like, Abby Lee Miller, just like everything I that mean, we know about think. her. And she, like, the way that she, like- Shows affection and she for the loves dog. That dog. She's oh letting the dog drink out of the water fountain. That was actually kind of cute. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "Let's get you a bowl." Yeah. That's that's where any love that Abby is capable of feeling for the, yeah. goes to that dog. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. A little bit the obsession with Maddie, but yeah, mostly, mostly to the, the crusty dog. little dog. Yeah. It's disgusting. Did they say the name of the dog? Broadway Baby. That's oh, the name of the dog. Jesus, it's even worse. It's than a I really thought. bad name. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so then, because, like, Jill is trying to, like, become the new Melissa, Abby's like, take my dog outside. And she's like, take her outside? Like, she's never done that before. Yeah. She takes Broadway Baby outside to, like, potty in the, like, front yard. Christy comes around the corner, and she, like, looks at Jill and then looks at the camera, and she's like, what is happening? Yeah. It (laughs) looked like... She Great. didn't, but it looked like she had a beer in each hand. She had two cups of coffee. Right. But, like, that's the mom equivalent mind, of beer. Like, yeah, in come my on. mind, she was walking up just stumbling, like, the hell's going yeah, on here? Yeah, she's like, and what the fuck am I looking by. at? It's amazing. Abby even acknowledged, she's like, there is kind of a spot. There's like, Yeah, you know, we she, need a new she Melissa. To, she, yeah, she just, like, said it very matter-of-factly. Like, yeah. she was trying to move into Melissa's old role or Take whatever. Take my dog out, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is also the occurrence of the second jump scare. The the producers of Lifetime did not let us rest. Every time that Jill appears and she's wearing a fedora. Oh, I laughed out loud. That scare. was it. And I have it in my notes every time. What the fuck is this hat? It is goofy. It looks so clown. silly. Why is she wearing it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, just that there are fedoras I think fedoras it's solidarity happening. because of the fedoras and the group number. Yeah. But, like, it looks so bad. It the looks dog... so, unless you are like Al Capone 
Don't wear a fedora. Yeah, Frank Sinatra, <laughs> Al Capone, and that's fucking and that's it. And that's it. No one else is allowed to do it. That's yeah, when, literally when the it. the dog came on, I was, you know, it's a dog. Oh I love dogs. God. But when Jill appeared with the fedora, <laughs> it was like a funny jump scare. I was like, whoo! <laughs> yeah, is goofy as fuck. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then we see Kendall's solo rehearsal. Jill tells all the moms on the Lido deck about Jen Rocket, who's this like costume maker, apparently. Jen Rocket. Yeah. Sounds like a porn an star adult. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I knew you were gonna say that. Star, yeah. yeah. Um, she talks to the new costume. Christy eye rolls audibly, like you can almost hear her eyes rolling. Shout out to Erica. And Melissa is like, you know you're gonna get yelled at, right? She's yes. like, you know you're a fucking idiot, right? Yeah. This is happening, by the way. Yeah. And then the, the Abby's like, okay, ladies, come down. I want to talk about the rhinestones on the group costumes. Because the mom's hand rhymes on everything. She's like, come down. And Jill is like, let's go ahead and get this over with so maybe we can go home early. And Christy, as she's getting up, goes, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, just so matter-of-factly. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, even, like, not doing it for TV. She's just very much like, are you out of your mind? That's yeah. not happening. When we, has that ever happened? Yeah, literally. We get to the costume room. Abby, and the, these fucking fedoras do not let us rest. <laughs> they're no, so they're relentless. They're ugly. Um. And then, so uh, Abby's going down the line with all the moms about the costumes, and she tells uh, Christy, Abby's like, obviously, Chloe's going to wear a ragdoll costume. I don't know why that's obvious. We as the viewer have not been given the information that she's a doll, but whatever. I, I, it seems apparent that she has been told. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Jill tells Abby about this new costume, and Abby's like, I don't like people going behind my back. That's why I'm mad at Melissa. <laughs> Which yeah. I still it's like that's total melissa move i also going behind people's backs also don't understand where that's coming from because if she's talking about the break everybody did it so i don't know what the well yeah but she and melissa are friends I and guess. so she feels more betrayed by melissa whatever and then jill is like cleaning the like costume room and being like abby like how can i be helpful blah 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 and then melissa's like are you cleaning up the costume room and she goes that's something i would do yeah so she recognizes she's yes. like oh you're kissing ass that's some shit i would do yeah hey game respects game <laughs> very true very true um nia's solo rehearsals happening christy's upset because they haven't started chloe's solo and we're one day out she's like i don't know when chloe's gonna learn her solo at this point point." and then she was like why does Nia need more time than Chloe? Like, Christy. Like, because Sweetie. Chloe is a better dancer than Nia. Correct. Well documented. Yeah. And we can acknowledge, like, that this is a good thing. This is a good thing for Nia that she's getting a lot of, like, oh, hands on sure. attention. Sure, 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 sure. She's getting, like, specific feedback and stuff. She was doing some moves. And Abby, like, describes verbally the several moves, sure. she, the combination she's supposed to do. Nia then does it. And Abby even goes, like, yes, good. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's that, engagement. Those are the first positive words Excuse that me. Abby has ever said about or to That's Nia tea. ever. That's T. Um, so I was Christy, like, I actually love that part. And yeah, oh yeah, she, Christy's that, pissed. I, well, it also I kind of indicates Abby probably didn't say it like this, but she knows that that Chloe or I'm sorry, yeah, hmm? Jesus, she knows that she can like take care of her stuff. Oh She doesn't yeah. need as much attention. Right, right. Nia doesn't have a solo every week like Chloe does. Right, or every other week. Um, Holly tells Christy like this might be like a test. Abby might be trying to egg you on to see if you're going to come start a fight. Oh, Abby sees it immediately. Absolutely. And you mean Holly sees it immediately? What did I say? You Holly sees it yeah. about that yeah, Abby's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, they kind of go back and forth. They have this like a, like snippy like interaction. And Chrissy's like, I'm not going to go down there and say anything. Have you ever met Abby? All she likes to do is argue. Correct. And she's like, Holly's like, I was not suggesting that you should go down there and fight her. 
I'm just saying like, maybe this is something that you should bring up, but not in like an aggressive way. And she, and then Chrissy's like, oh, okay, thanks. And she's like, don't get snippy with me, Miss Girl. She's like, I'm just trying to be helpful. And Holly says, like, Christy's, like, on edge. She's snipping back at me. She's being irrational. She's, like, really, really pissed all the time. And I'm a little worried about my girl. Yeah. And you and I noted, I think, in the last episode that uh, that has been the case. Like, we've seen that. Like, Christy is just, yeah. like, way more, like, aggressive or mm-hmm. and, and, like, verbal, I guess. Oh, yeah. Way more confrontational. Confrontational yeah. is a great way of putting it, yeah. Um, and... Holly is now calling that out. She's I, like, girl, you need to pump the brakes. Yeah. I wonder bit. if something specifically is up or if they're just like, she's still crazily stressed about like the parking lot protest and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. At this point, Abby calls the competition to verify her age categories and then asks if there is a studio from Ohio who will be there. They say yes. So now Abby knows Kathy will be there. The candy apples. The dun, candy dun, dun. apples. Um, so we now we see Chloe's solo rehearsal. So I guess it just happened like 20 minutes after the fact. I don't know. Um, it's great. Chloe's crushing it as she always does. Yeah. Um, the moms are upstairs in the Lido deck talking about costumes still. And Jill has this like green fabric because Abby wants green in Kendall's like custom costume that she doesn't have with her on the date that Abby said bring in your costumes. Yeah. But Jill has the extra fabric that she's going to add in after the fact to add in green. So Kelly's like, what are you looking at right now? She's like, is this a costume? And she's like, no, I'm having a new one made. It's the addition to the I'm costume holding the I'm pieces. Yeah, the, I'm going to be cutting out and sewing on the additional pieces. And mm-hmm. Kelly's like, okay. Good luck with that. Whatever. Yeah, Abby wants costumes today. Yeah. Jill doesn't have that. She just has the extra pieces. And Kelly obviously thinks that she's a moron. She's like, Abby said bring something in. You Not only did you not bring it in or not have it, but you don't have it because you're going behind her back to do an alternative that she did not approve. Yes. So it's going to be bad news in a minute. Uh-huh. Um, group rehearsal. The moms like note that the girls are like a little stiff because they're worried about their hats falling off. They're not like fully like bought in because they're freaking out because right. of the hats. Um, and we get a flashback to the headband with Chloe. This was like years ago where it slips down over her eyes and she keeps, she like really pushes through she dances almost blindfolded by this fuck-ass headband that's over her eyes. So, like, we don't want this to happen again, whatever. Abby, unbeknownst to the moms, has walked up into the Lido deck, and she goes, moms! And they all are like, oh, my ah! God! <laughs> they're like, look around, they're like, you scared us! And she's like, I want to reemphasize the importance of these hats. She's like, the hats are an integral part of this dance don't let them fall off. Do it right. And then leaves. And what, some, one of the moms says, what was the point of that? Or like, <laughs> what do you want us to do about it? Or something like that. And I don't understand, especially with the girls like, especially with girls like Chloe or like, I guess who else? Maybe Maddie at this point. With all that hair tucked up under the hat, that's not going to work. Like, it's not like structurally Abby's sound. a fucking moron. Yeah, it's, it's a not. Lo- it's spring-loaded. Exactly. It's the, the whole mechanic is that it will come off. So it's not really secure because it's supposed to just like effortlessly come off to reveal the hair. So you're not really setting your kids up for success. In, in my, you know, I don't know fuck about shit, but in my opinion, <laughs> that I don't think they're, they're really set up for success. The, uh, the school I teach at 
had like hats they're like more bowler hats than uh-huh. fedoras but still hats on the color guard mm-hmm. this past year and they were a constant source of stress and oh, they yeah. were like supposed to stay on for a large oh, part yeah. they're doing all these like acrobatics and throwing flags and rifles and stuff yeah and it's hard to keep those things on when you mean for them to stay on yes. with like tightly bunned hair yeah or whatever. no totally totally now you've got like a whole long mess of hair underneath the hat and, and it's supposed it to, to come contained. off yeah like, man i don't know about all that yeah we get just a blip of kendall's solo rehearsal at this point jill says she's proud of kendall but abby's being really hard on her duh <laughs> then we cut to the kitty apples again we get this guy named nick anthony also sounds like the name of an adult film star <laughs> two first names i have questions yep. He's from L.A. He's white, and he's here to teach the kids about hip-hop. So, talk about setting kids up for success. Slay. Yeah. Um, they're doing a number that Kathy describes as very masculine, which I don't love because the number is called Own It. So, it's like, what is that? But also, mm. they're also like boys. They're not dudes. It's just like, it's a little icky, but whatever. It's the least icky thing that Kathy normally does. So, like, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Um. She makes a comment about how these boys are coming from all over the nation. I don't know what that means. It's a, it's a non sequitur. She's, it's very strange. Um, and then Jalen, this short little kid, is going to slide in on his head. That's like his thing he does. And so she's really excited about that. He's like kind that. of a break dancer. Yeah, whatever. Kathy's fucking psyched out of her mind about oh, it. Oh, yeah. She's she's hyped as well. Obviously. Yeah, duh. Um. Then we go back to Pittsburgh. Abby is yelling during this run through. And she says, like... The, the girls are doing their, like, group number. And she says, she thinks, in, in her talking head, she says, I just think that Kendall might have too much on her plate. Because she's kind of struggling in the group. And she's got a solo. Uh, maybe this is too much for her brain. But what she says in the moment is just, like, that's what she says in her talking head. To the other girls, she just says, like, Kendall, I don't think you're going to do a solo this week. She doesn't give that explanation to Kendall. She just, like, takes it. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Um, then we cut to, we get, like, the 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 insertions of Jill's uh like talking head every time it's with that fuck ass fedora. <laughs> I could not. I couldn't take her seriously. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. That fuck ass fedora. <laughs> she pops in. That Jill needs, that's on the merch. That, Just a we're gonna sell fedoras. Face. We're gonna sell fedoras. No, Jill's face wearing a fedora. Fuck ass fedora. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's like sinful. It's like terrible. <coughs> um it makes her head look so tall. It's like, I'm going to make it the Instagram card for the post about this episode. It's it's insane. It's unreasonable. It's an outrageous height. It, it's so The proportions funny. of the fedora are insane. Yeah, it's so funny because Jill is always like very well put together like and everything. She's a pretty fashion forward girl. Exactly. And it just looks so fucking silly. It just <laughs> looks so silly. It looks, yeah, it's goofy as fuck. Um, she gets up from the Lido deck and she goes to leave and she tells all the moms that they're idiots if they stay. And Kelly goes, yeah, I said that last season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost yeah. like smoking a cigarette, drinking a, you know, flat of a flask of whiskey. She's like, yeah, that's what I said last season. Like and she's a, like, I'm still here. Obviously. Yeah, James Franco with the noose around his neck. <laughs> yeah, looking over and going, first, first time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she like takes, she goes down and starts to take her kid, Jill. Um, and Abby asks like, what, wait, what? Abby asked why she didn't. Oh, the in, in regards to the costume, Abby's like, Jill, why didn't you just take the costume I gave you? Like, why did you have to make this a whole thing? Your kid is like, you know, sloppy or falling behind or whatever. And you fucked up this costume thing. Like, why didn't you just be grateful and give what I 
or take what I gave you. Like, this is so stupid. A uh, fair point. Yeah. And Melissa and her talking heads, like, what did she expect? Like, yeah. she's so pissed. What did she think was going to happen? I, you know, I, I often have had issues with like the level of rationality or the lack thereof yeah. among like all the moms and Abby. I found myself agreeing with them a lot during this episode. Yes. Where like Abby is her typical insane self, but like she was making like decent points throughout this episode. And yeah. I was like, well, that's a fair mm-hmm, point. Like fair. she does have costumes. You should have just used those. Yeah. There was no reason for you to ball out like that. Yeah. Literally no reason. Yeah. I don't get it. Maybe there wasn't enough drama and the producers like, we need we to step this up. Something. Yeah. yeah. Jill, you're going to be a problem. Well, and what's also weird is that like, so Jill and Kendall leave. It's very dramatic. Yes. This and was then, one of the points where it was a little dramatic. Yes. In the episode. Abby looks at the girls and she's like, Oh, it's interesting that you guys are all still here because when Brooke and Paige weren't here, all of you guys left, but Brooke and Paige didn't shed a tear and like you're not like standing in solidarity. They they just left. You're yeah. not giving them enough time to like stage a coup again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the other thing was like a concentrated, organized, planned out effort in the in the women's restroom in the lobby of the dance studio days prior. They just walked out the door. And she's like, oh, you bitches aren't leaving? No, they're not leaving. They don't know what's going on. They haven't had enough time to, like, regroup in the bathroom and figure out what the plan of attack is. Yep. And then we have a commercial. And I'm sad at this point. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. And I'd been having such a great time through the episode. I was like, oh, well, that sucked. Like, now I'm sad. I don't like this. But Um, then. (laughs) But then we come back from a commercial. Jill and Kendall are in the car and Jill is talking to Kelly. And she's like, I can't believe no one's on my side. I can't believe no one's taking my side. Blah, blah, blah. And Kelly's like, well, (laughs) let's look at the facts. These bitches left with me and literally nothing got better. True. So if you're going to storm out and think things are going to get better, from my personal experience, I can tell you that literally won't happen. You were there when it didn't work. She says, Melissa will 100% not be on your team. So you can count her out. Melissa's not going to do this. Nope. And nothing changed for us. So... So what are you doing? Maybe this isn't working. You're just sowing discord for no reason. And then Jill gets on the bus to talk to Abby. And it's just so stupid. It's all so fabricated. It's such bullshit. Yeah. And Abby's like, go get a costume and get on the bus. And then she does. And Jill's there's, like, all right. there's no conversation at this point about whether or not Kendall still gets her solo. Right. There's, there's no conversation about that. It's just... Get a costume and get on the bus. Yeah, and the whole that that's kind of the point. Like Jill, like of all the times to like not jump through the hoops, Kendall is no longer on the bottom of the pyramid, and she was given a solo. Why are you doing things that could potentially Again. mess this yeah. up? Oh my god! Homie, just play the game. Just shut up and play the like game. Like what I said to Melissa last week. Sit quietly. Yeah. Just you take the the good thing, you make it as good as you possibly can, and you sit quietly. Don't fuck this up. And then she fucks it up anyway. <laughs> We get to the competition, screaming fans. It's like a whole thing. Abby finds Kathy's dressing room and walks in and like bothers her. And she gives, she's like, she sees the all boys and Abby takes the opinion. That's interesting. Right. Abby takes the opinion we have of like, so that's, you really think that's the only way you can beat her is by having all boys. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Kathy takes the the stance of like, I am an evil mastermind. Yes. I'm a genius. This is the greatest This is how idea I will beat you. That yeah. anyone has ever had. Ever. Okay, whatever. 
Abby gives all the boys uh, Abby Lee Dance Company t-shirts. Hilarious which power Which is move. amazing. Total and power then Kathy's move. like, don't worry, gentlemen, you can dust with them. You can dust with the shirts. And Abby's just like, well, that's rude and yeah, ungrateful. And then she, and then she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. It was a very nothing interaction. Yeah. But it was just like, Abby's kind of being a little shitty. Yeah. Kathy is a little shitty back. It's still like. They're catty. It's still like. Fr- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just fun and frivolous and stupid. Yeah, it's great. Um, so Christy is now afraid that Abby's going to be harsher on the girls because it's all boys that they're, they're competing against, which is fair. Um, always assume the worst with Abby Lee Miller. Also true. Um, the, all of the girls, so like Nia, Kendall, apparently Kendall, who now gets to keep her solo. Yeah. And Chloe. (laughs) So stupid. It's so stupid. But Nia, Kendall, and Chloe are all backstage, and they're like, okay, like we can do it. Hyping I each believe other in up. us. It's so cute. They uh, At different points, Nia and Chloe, you can tell, are praying, and it's like very sweet and very cute, and they're all very nervous. Um, Nia goes first. Abby says it's like fine, not amazing, but like whatever. Yeah, I think that the thing that Chloe does really well is she like fully buys and she and Maddie both fully buy into the moves they're that they're doing. They're also acting. They're dancing right. and acting. They're yeah. they're performing. Right. Whereas when Nia dances, she looks a little stiff because like yeah. she's like just trying to remember, okay, do these moves in this order. She's not like fully like bought into it. she's not right. fully performing. Which right. is something that will be learned. I mean, what is she, eight or nine or whatever? Yeah, like come on. Um, the fact that she's even doing a dance in Jill the, mentions in that Kendall's is, nine. Is wild. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh it's my like God. if if a child is performing at this age, that is like elite yeah. skill level. Oh yeah. Nia is good for a nine year old. Absolutely. Right? Like yeah. she's still like doing the thing, but of course compared to Maddie and Chloe, you know You know, whatever. Kendall is on stage for seemingly like 10 seconds. It was very short. And then she's done. They they edited her solo way down to like oh, yeah. almost nothing. Then Chloe goes, she's a creepy doll. I like Chloe's. I think it's a slave. I did too, personally. but I, I think uh, Christy even made the point. Like, I don't know how the judges are going to score it because yes. it is kind of an atypical thing. It's harder yeah. to. It's creepy. It's Well, yeah, it, it, but it's harder. It's not even like necessarily super creepy. It's just like strange. And yeah. I think that before, like, in an activity like this, especially in the early 2010s when this was filmed, that kind of thing started to pop up. But a lot, in, like, a lot of visual or performance arts, people weren't quite ready for it yet. Right. There was a show, Music City Mystique. Are you familiar? Yeah. Yes. The, the Repercussion Ensemble in WGI. Their show, Fantastique, came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. And it was very, it wasn't like scary and dark. It was just odd. Yeah. It was like, it, it was just, very strange and the judges like it got third place because they played so stinking well but like the theming of it and the like they were doing a lot of like goofy stuff yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. Chloe was doing and I, it almost seemed like the judges didn't know what to do with it right it was so, too weird yeah and so yeah. like I thought Chloe's was very good mm-hmm. but at the time judges were probably like I don't know what, do what is supposed this? to be happening yeah. I'm not familiar with this exact tone sure. or theme or whatever so I don't know what to do with it yeah sure 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 um we get to the solo awards um <laughs> Jill is in her uh, fuck ass fedora <laughs> having all caps Jill the hat <laughs> um, Kendall gets third and Nia and Chloe don't place at all that was wild that is insane again shit I think it's just they didn't know what to do with Chloe's and they I mean uh, yeah and they I didn't don't, know what to do with Nia's I, if I were Abby I would request the judges feedback from that because that is but to not place 
is wild. That is it's wild. just wild. Especially for how good uh, uh, Chloe. Chloe is. Yeah, it is very, very unheard of for Chloe to perform in that place. Very strange. We're back in the green room. Um, Abby starts on this like nondescript tangent about how they don't sweat or bleed enough. I don't know. Yeah, she's like, this is a real dancer. You should have blisters on your feet <sighs> And until be sweating they bleed. all the fucking time. And yeah, be whatever. drenched in sweat and have bleeding blisters. Whatever, like, girl. Okay, what, what is this? Whatever. Is this black swan? What's happening here? Yeah, you need to have a rib poking out. Be dying while you're dancing. Uh-huh. Um, the group goes next, and she's like, no, don't ever drop a hat, blah, blah, blah. We get a commercial. Um, the, the squad is like about to roll out. Then we get a commercial. You want to pop Oh, I'm it? just, I'm just stretching. Okay. I thought you were going to pop me. your knee. Nice. Like that. <laughs> um, when we come back from commercial, we see the candy apples number. Bitch, I thought we said hip hop. It is not giving hip hop. It's weird. It is not hipping or hopping at I'll all. I'll tell you what. Jalen slid a good 20 feet on that, his head. That is wild. He came flying out. He slid. Duh. From the from the, the wings or whatever. It was in like the, in the curtains. halfway across the He literally the made stage. it halfway across. Yeah. He started sliding as soon as he was visible. It was and weird. Made it un- to like the or middle wild, of the I mean. stage. Yeah, yeah. Very impressive. That was very cool. The rest of the number, not so much. It was, okay, so I don't know fuck about shit, but like I know that these kids were supposed to be moving together and they They were not. Up. We know we don't know fuck about shit about dance, but we know something about formational movement, yes. especially from band. Yes. Like, come on! And they, but apparently the crowd like goes fucking nuts, and they well, live, laugh, love because it's boys and whatever. But they don't; they're not together. Well, it's they're all not, crowd hype. It's all yeah. like that kind of thing. It's pointing at the crowd. They and probably like, did yeah, some yeah, clapping yeah, overhead, yeah, doing all that stuff. And it, it's boys, which is atypical anyway. You want right, to encourage like, boys don't do this often. Yeah, Let's we want to keep them dancing. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the judges are living. Everyone else in the crowd is... Jill says the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. Um, then the Abby Lee Dance Company goes, I, when they walk out on stage, I'm ready to vomit. I'm so stressed. I'm so panicked about these fuck-ass fedoras. But I love... Uh, so when we heard the, the phrase pink lemonade, I was thinking... It was going to be, like, kitschy and cutesy, like yes. Mackenzie's soul a couple yes. weeks ago that was also lemonade-themed. This is old Broadway-themed. I love old Broadway. Oh, my fucking God. Like, that theme and that vibe that is completely... And, like, my musical theater girl is... I know y'all bitches are out there in the audience. I know y'all bitches know what I'm talking about. The- Broadway theater now is, like, the same vibe as, like, auditioning for a movie. Where it's like, there are five zillion of you, none of you are special, whatever. But in, like, the... I don't know, the 50s and 60s, that was like the beginning, the the, the real, real, uh, the steam was really starting to collect in Broadway in New York City, and it was really starting to become a viable source of entertainment and then, of course, profit. And it really starts to gather steam in the 50s and 60s, and a little bit sort of right after World War One and the Great Depression, and but it really picks up after. And that, like, old Broadway really does something to a girl. Like, I live for that kind of shit. Carol Burnett has a great anecdote in her book about um, living in an apartment in in New York City with two other women who were trying to become actresses. And they all pooled their money, their waitressing money together to buy what they called the audition dress. And if you had an audition, you got to wear it. And it was your responsibility to have it dry cleaned and brought back. And if you, if two of you had a, the same audition on the same day, one of you had to figure out what to do about an outfit because they didn't have enough money to do anything. And like Broadway was like this newer concept, like it's like old Hollywood vibe, but old theater. 
And that pink lemonade plays into that thematically. And it's so nice. And I love it. I love Theodore. I love being a Theodore kid. Isn't it weird how you can feel nostalgia for something you didn't actually like live through or experience? Absolutely. I think the same thing about like cheesy 80s music. I was, I was just in, about to say, you feel that way about the 80s. I, I was definitely not alive in the 80s. I was born in 1990. But like, dude, hair metal. You're there mentally. Oh, yeah. I'm very much. <laughs> I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> I think I was born exactly when I was supposed to be. We need to get like, you a fedora, huh? I, absolutely not. I don't wear hats. I'm not like a hat. Have you ever seen me wear a hat? Uh-uh. The only time I really ever have worn a hat was when I played baseball. That's it. I do not I wear hats. I have never seen you wear a hat. That's yeah. interesting. I was just thinking because like saying I was born in the wrong generation is very much the stereotypical like acne, pimple-faced fedora-wearing head-ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Space. I was born in the wrong generation. I should have been born in the 1940s. Yeah. Like, All right, pal. Okay, buddy. Simmer down. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, about to vomit. <sighs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I have in my notes, Abby Lee Dance Company performs, I'm going to vomit. Oh, my God. I love old Broadway. The next thing. So the the hats come off when they're supposed to. The hair falls. It's very beautiful. Yep. They then put them back on with their hair down. And they're almost in like a push-up pose. And they all look down. And Chloe's falls off. Because of course it does. Because of course it does. She picks it back up. You cannot tell. They it's keep going. Fine. They keep going. It's fine. But you can see Abby like... like basically like doing i don't know like mental chin-ups preparing for the fight and you can see christy shutting down yeah. doing whatever the opposite of mental chin-ups is christy's just like well she's like oh, we're done fuck she's that's like, it that's it pack it up everybody throw in the towel nice peeps. to know you we're gonna head out yep they they finish it's great christy is like i can't believe i have to it's just the moms in the green room at this point she's like i can't believe i have to sit here and wait for abby to come in and rip my kid to pieces the girls come in first. They're like, yay. And she pulls, Christy pulls Chloe. And she's like, Abby's going to come in here and it's going to be ass. And you and I are going to get through this together. Yes. Very Wait, Christy. Great, she's like, you, great you and me, dude. We're, we're locked in. Just so you know. Yeah. Shit's it's going to be bad. Yeah. And you, and she is talking to her as if Chloe already knows. She's like, you both, you and I both know this is going to be bad. We're going to make it through. It's going to be fine. I hated this moment for real. Yes, this was the next Abby one. Abby throws that door open and she's just, she is actually legitimately screaming and she goes, nice job, Chloe, screams that at her. Yeah. And immediately Chrissy's like, nope, we're out. And she gathers her child, gathers her stuff. She's like, replace us, we're out. And she leaves. That's the move. Yes. She's like, I'm. she says, I'm not going to cause a scene. I'm not doing this with you. Replace us. Out. Gone. Was, Calls a cab. Leaves. It was actually kind of uh, unexpected, too, because, like, I felt like Christy would go into, like, mama bear mode and go into, like, a, like almost attack, like, out she, of, out of but defense. But she did. She, no, she, she just, She was like, mama herself. bear, but she was like, I'm going to, like. She co- just removed herself. Yeah. You and me, kid, we're not doing this. We're out. She's like, I know what's happening. Abby, you can yell and scream all you want. Because this Replace is a fight us. she knows she can't win. Right. Because Chloe did drop her hat technically, and Abby is an unstoppable force, especially when she's right. Yeah. and So, so it's like, this is not worth it. We're out. Chrissy's like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I know what you're going to do, and I don't want to experience that. We know we've messed up. That's okay. Yeah. We're out, out of here. Bye. Yeah. So, so smart. She calls a cab. They leave. Um. Abby says to the rest of the group that it's all Chloe's fault if they don't win. Or no, she says it in her talking head that if they don't win, it's Chloe's fault. Great. Sick. They go back out into the audience for the awards and the they like get the group awards. The judge or the announcer is like, 
first and second place are separated by one tenth of a point. And Abby goes, oh, of course. <laughs> Abby, shut the fuck up. Shut up. That was so loud, That too. was so loud and so embarrassing. You're the one who's always talking about decorum in a professional setting. Right? These are your colleagues. Shut the fuck up. It was so embarrassing. That was hilarious, though. She's just like, classic. Oh, of course. Abby, <laughs> shut up. Literally, shut up. So then, second place, they announce, is the candy apples. And Abby looks shocked oh. that it is actually working in her favor and they announce first it's the aldc and they freak the she's fuck just like out. yes and melissa says i can't tell you how good it felt to beat boys <laughs> which is fair like that's a fair assessment that's a fair feeling they've talked a lot about you know, it on the show whatever. that like whenever there's a boy that is doing the thing yeah. they, like you said earlier that the judges want to keep the boys around so right. like they, keep inherently have, they inherently have a leg up yeah yeah and we get just like cuts back and forth some like splices of like kelly's like i miss christy i wish she was here we could footage back in the green room of all the girls hugging Abby and they're all screaming that's nasty yeah Didn't love that happening well i and, and the weird thing is like it almost is indicative of like how much fun most of this episode was. Yeah. Like there were, but like two moms walked out. Yeah. And, and all the kids are like, yay. And, and I was like, we did it. Exactly. Like, this is embarrassing. This is feral behavior. It was very strange. And Abby had said, like, I think it was in the last episode. She's yeah. like to uh, Kendall. She's like, I don't want to like yell at you. I want you to run over and hug me mean. after your I dance. I don't want to be nasty. I want you to hug me. And here Abby's we go. giving where my hug at energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. oh, God. Bottom of the pyramid. Yeah, for real. Um, And then Christy. So we get that footage in the green room. And then Christy's like, I really don't think this is worth it anymore. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah, you're damn right it's not, Christy. Next week. Is, have, did you see the preview for next week? No, I turned it off immediately so that Good. I wouldn't, actually. It is one of the most iconic episodes in all of... In, in, like, the canon of Dance Moms, it is one that is that is present day referred to by the other moms as kind of like a hallmark in the show. Damn, I'll actually That's, take notes for this one. It is insane. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Well, that's really the end of this episode. I really enjoyed this one. I tell Shouts you, out like, to Jill's fuck-ass fedora. The fuck-ass fedora. <laughs> no, I uh, I tell you all the time after these episodes, like, I feel exhausted. Yeah. Like, this was just so much. It's emotionally draining. This was a really fun – this is, like, the most fun I've had watching Dance Moms yet. I was like, I was like, I was like giggling through the episode. There were a bunch of things. I wish, I wish, dear listener, I had taken the time to actually take notes on this one because there were a lot of like great one-liners in oh, this. Oh yeah, and of course Jill's the fuck eye ass rolls, fedora. The faces, like yeah. it's very camp. It's I, very. I really like this one. Moms. Yeah. Um, do you have a song that you would like to plug? I do, but I forgot it. Let me open my phone up. That's okay. Uh, you have to put them. Dear listener, we have a playlist of all the songs that we shout out. This used to be a segment where uh, I would ask my guests what would be a good song for the for dance moms, like for girls the to, kids, the to kids to perform to. That became really difficult to quantify. So now it's just like what songs are you listening to? And we have them all on a playlist that's linked in the show notes. Um, it's a Spotify playlist. It's great. It's called The Pyramid Bops. I really hope that I haven't already named this one. Well, if you go to add it to the playlist, and just it, now it won't let you. Panicking. Uh, it's Don't Speak by No Doubt. The Glee version of that song goes so unnecessarily hard. Do you know it goes even harder? The No Doubt version of it. No. Because it's when it, it's Doubt. when Rachel and Finn and Kurt and Blaine are all breaking up because uh, Rachel is having sex with a guy that she goes to school with even though she and Finn are not dating. <gasps> and Blaine cheats on Kurt. And so then they all sing the song Don't Speak. Damn. 
It's very emotional. Don't speak. No, not don't stop believing. Yeah. Also a great Glee song. I mean, yeah. Um, Add to playlist. Pyramid bops. Where are we at? On this episode of Grandpa Figures Out How to Use Technology. I have another playlist called Girl Girl Power. It's just (laughs) all female artists. Is it one that's made by you? Yes. And okay, feminist king. I'm doing my best. Uh, <laughs> but I went. I just went to no doubt or don't speak by no doubt. Uh-huh. Went add to playlist. It already had girl power checked. Ot. It's like we know what you're doing here. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and be honest. But yeah, don't wait, speak by no doubt. No, wait, wait. I'm thinking of a completely different song. I'm thinking of a completely by no doubt. Yes. I'm thinking of a different song. But yeah, no doubt. Very under it. Well. I don't think they're remembered in quite the light that they deserve. Like, people know who No Doubt was, but they were awesome. Oh, no. This is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, just but there's another song by No Doubt that now I cannot, for the life of me, remember. Uh, is it maybe Just a Girl's Great? Uh, it's it's My Life is a great one by No Doubt. The baseline in that song is actually nasty i love that it makes you do the the upside the stank down face, face. Just, mm. yeah the stank face yeah it's really that. good my sam and i were listening to that on the way back from atlanta we Shouts both we both were just like kind of vibing we Bestie turned and looked Smith. at each other we both had this stank, stank face, face on yeah. just like subconsciously <laughs> love that um the song that i would like to put on the playlist that you have to do it because this is now your sponsorability um my what the one thing i actually the one contribution you besides, have besides uh just general head assery being dipshit yeah. Besides dipshitter, dipshittery. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the song "Now That We Don't Talk" by Taylor Swift it is one of the songs from the vault on 1989. Taylor's version. Taylor's version. It's from the vault, so there was no big machine version of it. Mm. Um, but it's great. I recently have had to go not no contact with um a man in my life who hurt me very deeply. And it's a great song to just jam out to when you have to go no contact with anybody really. And um, a very wise woman on TikTok said, because she wrote this song about Harry Styles, because she and Harry Styles dated and broke up and they went no contact because it was really nasty. And somebody on TikTok said, if Taylor Allison Swift can go no contact with Harry Styles, you can go no contact with that medium ugly guy who wasn't even funny (laughs) in the first place. And that's T. That's big T. That's capital T. So there you go. (laughs) Now that we don't talk, and the and the lyric, um, I I told my mom. She said that it was for the best. Great line, because yeah. I'm an emotional. Call let me call my mom girly. So like Your that very awesome. much. I, dude, I love my mom so much. My mom you- is the shit. I told you I saw like your whole family at the Titans game. At the Titans game, game yeah. yeah. That was awesome. They were just walking by on fatigue. I I saw him first. I think and my I was brother. Like, Wait a second. Yeah. I know you. I know all of you. Hello. And I went and hugged all of them. I love my family. They're so great. They're so cute. My mom is five foot even. So she's very short. You know this. As you saw my mother. My mom is very short. She's a tiny little person. She's tiny. Um, and she has a very thick southern accent. And she's, in my opinion, all the good things about the South without most of the bad things. I would agree. My mom is not racist, which is like a big sleigh in the South. <laughs> she's not racist. Um, and is is very genuinely like... She just, like, wants to help people all the time. Yeah. And takes her faith very seriously because she really genuinely believes that that does good. And so when my mom says she's praying for someone, she really is. She she means that shit. 
And also, my mom will break it the fuck down for the people that she loves, i.e. me. Like, no one, my mom is a ride or die for no one more so than me and my sister. And she tells, when I'm, like, freaking out about my life or, like, having a hard time, my mom will tell me all the time, no one is a bigger fan of you than I am, except maybe your dad, but he's a close second. She's like, no one in the world loves me more than you. The only one who might compete would be dad, but doesn't matter. Dad, dad still no. And she said that one time recently in front of my dad and my dad was like, it's true. <laughs> my dad, the, the most like typical predictable Your mom's dude right. in the world. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, slave. <laughs> Thank you so much, mom and dad. <laughs> I love my family. They're so cute. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of the pyramid. We have a bunch of shit going on in links and all of the links are in this link tree that in the description of the notes, follow the pyramid on Instagram. I haven't been posting a ton because like I said, I had to go no contact with somebody. And sometimes I feel like the podcast account is my burner account and I can go creep on people and I should not do that. So I haven't really been posting a lot because I'm trying to set a boundary for myself. But But when you do actually (laughs) post something on Instagram, Dear listeners, you should put it on your stories. Yeah, let us know that you're Tag listening. Tag us and do the things. Tag us. We'll repost things. When you cyberbully Eli, when you slide into his DMs and send him knife and or gun emojis, you know, let me know. Screenshot it. Send it to the account. I will repost that shit every time. Um, Ooh, here's oh, a fun wait, game. Wait, no, shut up. I had something really cute happen. I did check okay. Instagram just a second ago. Not because I was creeping on someone else was to creep on, but because I was just checking the, the group account. And somebody had commented on our last post and said that they missed us last week and the week before. Hell yeah. Like, that was really nice. Who was it? Do you I don't remember off the top don't. of my head. But they well, left a comment public, on Instagram. Yeah. It was very sweet. Thank you so much for that. That's that makes awesome. me feel really good. You know what I want, actually? Oh, God. There's cyber, no Cyberbully me. I, I love that shit. It, it literally so makes funny. me laugh out loud. <laughs> it's such a great bit. I want, That's your merch, Cyberbully me. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um. What do you oh, want? remind me, I have, I have a funny t-shirt that I saw to tell you about that I will Oh, not... I need to show you that home video that I actually finally yes, found from last week. But I will not say it into this microphone because it's wildly inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> okay, great. But um, <laughs> when you cyberbully me, you can also give me like a secret ridiculous phrase that I have to somehow organically <gasps> work into oh God, that's all idea. of this. That's a great idea. Can and I then t- can I guess? Can I tell you a secret? Did you already do one? I've already done one. <gasps> oh my god, wait. Are you serious? I did two last episode, actually. <gasps> are you serious? These bitches are out here really doing that shit? Yep. No, you're fucking lying. I'm not. You're literally lying. I will show you the DMs. How did this start? How, what was the origin of this? Someone cyber bullied me. Is it someone I know? Is this someone no. I re- no. This is someone I don't know. Complete stranger. <gasps> this is just like a genuine listener, not a friend of mine who I've guilted into listening to Correct. the pod. A oh genuine, my god. complete gonna... stranger. That is gave literally so exciting. Two phrases to slip what into were episodes. They? I'm it never going to guess them. It was rubber baby buggy bumpers. <gasps> I literally, when you oh, said that story thing, last though, week, I was like, I don't know about all that. That sounded the weird. The thing that's insane, though, uh-huh. she told me to do that in an episode uh-huh. before I went to that wedding. So that was already in my head. So you genuinely that did story that really the- did happen, but Dude. I went out of my way to tell oh, that story. My- on the podcast God. because of this Instagram user who told me to use it. This was the long con, baby. <laughs> what was the other one? It was me saying, Arriba, arriba, andale, andale. <laughs> that 
that like you were like what if i just started speaking okay that was an intrusive thought and i was like wait this is the perfect time oh my god that's wild Not because to, like, both peel of back those the sentences i was like no rubber baby buggy bumpers was legitimately like that that literally that happened. actually happened that was a real thing that happened that's don't tell me who the listener is i don't want to know i will not but I, that needs to be people need to keep that shit up that's everything that's only happened twice Correct. And if someone does it, I will let you know at the beginning of the episode that at some point, yes, I'm going to slip in a phrase that is that was planted to me. And that at the end of the episode, amazing. you have to guess. Or maybe I won't tell you. Don't tell me. Uh-uh. And then at the end of the episode. Just ask me if I can guess it. Yeah. Oh, by the or way, I'll, I just, I'll be like, was that it? Was that the phrase that you just said? Was that Ooh, the thing? I'm not going to be able to that. remember two hours later, dog. Maybe. I'm not gonna be able to. This is, uh, that was that is I thought everything. was such a funny idea. Oh my god, that is everything. Yeah, that is legitimately like brings me a lot of joy as a person. Yeah, the fact <gasps> that so this exciting. person thought of that is fucking listener hilarious. whoever you are. I don't want to know because it, it. I want to just like never know. It's more fun to not I, know. I yes, I want to give you a kiss on the forehead so bad. That is so fucking fun. I love. I live for shit like that. Oh my god. Our listeners are funny. Our listeners are the fucking best. Our listeners are way funnier than we are. It's like, we're just going to break it down. Yeah, we can never let Tony no. have his own podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Tony would unleash hell. Yeah. Him and Liliana would team up and they would be the stronger versions of you and I. And Gee, it, would yeah, just... be, it would be too much. That's the real Infinity Stones. Yes. You know what I mean? Collecting those two and then the unnamed human being with this idea. Brittany Broski. Like, it's just too much. <laughs> All Faith the Infinity would come Stones. in just off the top rope and dunk on <laughs> Faith would be so like, hard. why wasn't I invited? <laughs> Faith, oh, yeah. Faith has Bestie ammunition. Faith would I'm absolutely be that way. Yeah, yep. that's also probably true. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Love you guys so much. Loving this. Loving you. You guys are the best. Uh, uh, happy Wednesday. Our new routine, our new upload schedule is Wednesday. Love, yeah, love you, mean it. Yeah. Okay, goodbye.